0: thrilled right now. I'm in a really good mood. Or I was in a really good mood. I'm still in a good mood. Um, yeah, I'm just optimistic right now about my, my show. Although I just realized I put out the wrong date, I think. I've been saying it's the 21st. It's actually the 24th. Right? Because it's going to be 16th this Saturday. And uh, I wonder if I got that wrong from the photo, though. Because, like, I, I built 7 off of the last... I don't even know if I still have that. Yeah. No. Oh, well. Because like, I remember I looked at that other event, and I thought I added 7 to that uh, number, which I was guessing was 14. Cause or maybe I just misremembered... I don't know what, what happened. Oh, well. Good thing I haven't inv- invited more than two people. And I uh, have their numbers and stuff. So, uh, it'll be like... I also went looking for that girl, and that open mic doesn't seem like it exists. There was a communist meeting instead, and I just... It was all locked up, too. I don't know if she was there. If it was an open mic, it looked very strange. more like a meeting of communists, you know, progressives, whatever, but, um, yeah, I, I've already kind of did my gratitude list, but, uh, I'm pretty, pretty thrilled, what the fuck's going on, Um, I want to start announcing my gratitude, but creepy bitch. You know, basically today I was basically sucked. I had my disability all day, but my mentally, I'm, and emotionally, I'm pretty happy right now, and I'm physically, I'm better. So, you know, I rarely get to afford hot coffee and at McDonald's, but when I do, I love to enjoy it. I mean, I buy this other kind of coffee. I can't. It kind of fucked me up. But so the day it sucked. My disability was happening is persistent, and. Uh, But I finally, you know, I tried, I, you know, I, I walked half the way home, and I was having a problem, and then I brought back those bamboo rods, though, and then uh, did that long speech that was designed to be something which I've almost, like, forgotten about. I might use it, I might not. Fags were looking at me in the night. It was fucking irritating as hell. Have
1: a free charge brought to you by by Santa.
0: I mean, it's one thing to have a gay guy look at you or something and take you out. It's another to, like, you're walking and some guy's, like, staring at your dick. Like, just rubbernecking. I'm like, bro, this is why I wear a beard. And it's that one pedo-fucking Nambo Church altar boy who's, like, 60 years old. He's just weird little nymphish fuck-up. I used to hate Same reason, probably. And, like, I tried to forgive him over the last... Few Year's, because it's just this paddled you know, fucking derelict. And it's not doing the same.
2: Oh, shit, I'm like, that's probably why the fuck I hated that guy in the first place. Fucking Herbert.
0: But, and, oh, it's the culture. It's, yeah, it's totally cool to lure, or leer. I'm sorry, I said the wrong one. And then some other homosexuals looking at me, too, and I'm like, fuck meh. Well, I guess it's because I was all tired of blue again. But, like, I'm like, man, I hate that when I feel so good, and I'm all comfortable and stuff, and then, like, I'm chilling. I just feel comfortable and happy and, like, super laid back in the piece. Like, I'm not even trying to be sexy. And then these other guys are thinking I'm fucking available or something. I'm like, dude, fuck, don't you see this? This whole thing is designed to say, fuck you fags. I do not want to be fucking perved on. <sighs> uh, but, yeah, and then, so... Well, that happened. That was after the meeting I went to. Because I went to the library, and, um... I think I already said that. Yeah, I did. I was having a good time, and my friend sat down next to me, and I passed him a note, because I was like, didn't want to interrupt the quietude, and I wanted to give him my information and stuff. But, uh, then we chatted. We started chatting, and we just kept our voices pretty low, and we had a good conversation. And he told me about this cool app. So now I have a phone number, which is fucking rad. I mean, I didn't even know about this thing. And, like, I'm pretty good with, like, all the free... And tricks and stuff, but I didn't know about this one. But that's the thing is, like, a lot of us who are out here, like, there's all these little tricks of the freaking trade, and, like, you know, I have this Wi Fi phone. So I was glad I messaged my buddy, and uh, he got back to me a couple times. And That's fucking rad. I've been trying to get a hold of him for a well, while. Actually, I just started trying to get a hold of him, but I've had no way to use the phone. I mean, I didn't even know his phone number either until I found his contacts in my old email that I opened up. This was another bonus, and I found, like I was sitting there, I think, found a lot of my, a lot of contacts with people I, I do really like, so, I, I emailed a few people. Got my water, and I got. Come on. Fuck you! Come on, work. Stop, bitch. That's not it. God, man. Looks like my phones have been fucking up more and more lately. Probably the, the cold, the breath, just various things of it. I notice, like when I'm coming off a of coffee, I feel. it really like just really temperamental really fast. And just be like, fuck. (sighs) Okay. All right. right. Now it should be good. Stop it! it's like now this one's doing it turn it off and it pops on again constantly the other one's horrible I wonder if I should sleep on those or not. Um, yeah, why not. I don't see that being a problem. Do a stick.
3: Where the fuck is the blanket? God dang
4: it,
0: I guess that's the downside okay so back to the story I like to do my gratitude lists. I think so yeah it was really good hanging or talking catching up with Chris a little bit we had talked before but um, he was like more like attentive this time or I don't know he responded to like the suggestions sounded pretty enthusiastic about my festival idea, and he had some good ideas and, like, some good skills to bring. So, um, I mean, this guy, he used to be, and he probably still is, I mean, he's, like, a really brilliant guy, like, I I wouldn't be surprised if his IQ is, like, I think I have a pretty high IQ. I do, actually, have a pretty high IQ. But, um, I wouldn't be surprised if his is, like, significantly higher than mine. I don't know. On the other hand, maybe we're about the same. But, that still doesn't mean that, like, I'm some, like, the smartest guy in the world. But as far as, like, I think what IQ tests for, especially maybe in white people, maybe not in people of color, who knows, like, because it is kind of, like, culturally centric, cultural centric, I think. So I can't say it's the only test of fucking intelligence. there's just a lot of black dudes out there that are fucking brilliant, too. And they have their, like, hustle going on, and they're, they got it way better than me. You know, and like I feel like I I'm still learning from black guys like how to be like relaxed and how to be happy and free and stuff, like and those guys, you know, they don't have jobs and they're floating around with their little portable wireless speakers and shit. Like what are they doing right? Besides like a good drug deal probably. But regardless of what they're doing, it's like I'm still trying to learn how to be more relaxed and super fly. So I'm not even trying to make a racial racial thing, but but as far as IQ tests and white guys, this guy's fucking smart. But he's a little bit messed up right now. He's always been a little bit messed up. I mean, I kind of think he's an acid casualty, but... What the hell is that? I don't know for sure. So I just, like, I try not to judge too much. I want I kind of just want to bring him back into, you know, some kind of happy, joy thing, and look at his, look at the good sides about him, and try not to judge, and in fact, I mean, I don't judge very much, especially houseless people, it's like, you know, if they're even halfway consistent, I mean, it's it's pretty cool, anyway, I guess I'm being kind of objective about it, or calculating once again, because like, I mean, I'm looking at this like an arrangement, you know, like the kind of thing that, like I've done before, which is calculating strengths and weaknesses and trying to coordinate. Oh, fuck me, dude. I left my bag open. What the
5: fuck did I do that
0: for? Where's my other phone? There it is. God, i an idiot. Fuck, I'm an idiot. Man, I've been doing stupid stuff like that recently. Just like leaving my bag open and stuff while I'm throwing it around like a moron. Okay, I got some cookies, oh, I got a can of chili, and a can of, or a bottle of ginger ale, which I've been enjoying recently. I was almost going to buy the Fanta, because they're usually out of Fanta, but you can get a big bottle of Fanta for $2, orange. But I just wasn't quite in the mood. Plus, when I, the way I see it, it takes me two days to drink it, it seems like it gets a little bit sick by the second day. And then I have to haul it around, I have to put it in the fucking, I have to hide it, and it's heavier. Anyway, this seems like a little bitty. (sighs) Negligible thing, but I really do think, and I'm like, yeah, I'd rather just get a soda just for today. It's about the same cost, anyway. And I've been enjoying the taste of ginger ale. But I do like Fanta a lot. Orange Fanta, it's kind of a treat, because it's usually, they're usually out of it. Um, yeah, I'm going to have a good check out at the shopping market. You know, to me, like, to even just emphasize, like, all the little things I'm grateful for right now is, like, such a pleasure. Because it could be way worse. And, like, today was pretty hard. Like, my butthole was fucking slipping out. It was not fun. I was in pain. And I was definitely uncomfortable. And my emotions changed dramatically when my disability is um, active, and that can be very dangerous, like, if I were to get into a fight or something, because I can be, like, my face is going sour because I'm mad and I'm upset at the same time, I'm in pain. If somebody took that the wrong way, they might want to start a fight with me, and there's a lot of iffy people around where I live, and, um, my emotions change wildly when I fucking am in pain like that, so it's really hard. I have to get, I have to try to get back to some privacy, which is hard to find if I'm in the wrong place. And, like, today, at the extent of it, I was way out in the uh, other side of the bush, and this guy was kind of coming up on me, but I think he was just sort of normal or something. Whatever that means. I mean, I don't think he was necessarily hostile, but as I was passing, he left me alone for a while, but then he was still there, and it was, like, creepy. And I was like, what the fuck, man? I was thinking to myself, I'm like, are you here to fuck me up or what, dude? Because this is weird. But I think maybe he just was there to shoot up or something, or maybe he had to take a shit. I'm I'm not sure. Because it was like the end of this little path. But I struggled after that to get home without, you know, my ass was slipping out. But after I finally got back to my camp, because I was going to go in, I thought I had it taken care of, but it kept fucking up. So I had to come back here and I had to deuce a little more. And then I had to lay down again and fix it up again. Well, that was finally over, so it took all day, basically. I missed lunch, for sure, and everything, but... But, so it was good that my day wound up pretty good. You know, I'm hanging out in the library, I was just trying to do a few things, and, um... Damn, I opened up that account, like I said, and my contact list was looking pretty good. I mean, I was getting some some old contacts that I've been wanting for a while to get a hold of some of these people, but uh, I couldn't find their contacts, like some of my favorite people. I'm like, where are they? So I found probably my favorite people. Like some of my best people down in L.A. And um, I shot off this one email with Jamie. Which was a little bit... I don't know. Like I didn't mention that I was looking for investors in my motion picture thing. But it was at the end of the fucking email. And I gave him... I gave him a bunch of my free videos too. So the way I look at him is like... I mean honestly... He's helped me in the past like with finances and stuff. Like much more than anybody else. But... I never, I never really asked him for help, and, um, you know, even when I was broke as fuck, like, I was still down as fuck to stay true to my, um, poverty, because I never needed anything, like, I could always manage, and there was a few times where I was thin, but thin, I mean, maybe not literally, but, I mean, I probably was pretty thin, literally, but, um, and, like, I was just waiting, you know. He helped me even, like, go get, get my, um, ID one time, I think. Because I came back, I'd been robbed in Hawaii. Um, he helped me, like, he lent me some money. And I was, I really looked at it as a loan. Like, I was going to pay him back, but, um, I think he... And then I think I got paid and I was going to give him the money back. And he, he like, basically insisted I keep it or so just keep it or something like that. And, like, it was kind of like the other day with that old dude. Like, he gave me some money, but I was, like... And then I gave it back, but then he gave me a nice change instead. Um, Not that I'm not greedy, because I can be greedy too, but when it comes to charity, like, I don't really ask for it, but if people give it to me, like, I don't really deny it either, so. Anyway, so I'm not actually, like, I've been thinking about that a lot, like, I don't want the guy to lose money on me, but I do want to set, as I said in this one paragraph in the email, I was like, I do want um, the investors to... I want to secure a a distribution deal for any, for investors, which is my main point is like, I want there to be something in place or very likely to happen. Not just like a, like a hope. Like I wouldn't want to get invested if I didn't think there was a buyer on the other end. And by the way, Jamie had experience with that. Like he had a filmmaker that he worked with and then he like sold the picture. He said he recouped his money in foreign markets now, I don't know how much of that is real, and I kind of think that he didn't factor in his travel costs, which to me is totally part of it. But, you know, I think I think it's kind of all a hustle out there when they do stuff like that, and they kind of say, Oh, yeah, we'll buy your film out here, but you got to come out and stay for a week or something. I mean, that's the way I look at can. Con, or whatever. Con. It is such a con. Cons. Can's. Con. Can's. What the fuck? How do you pronounce that? Con. Con. This guy here said con. It is a con. Damn it, I don't know how to pronounce that. I just don't know. Some people say cans. Can. Con. Fuck it. Um, but I did give him a few... Uh, I gave him my latest music video, which I'm giving almost everybody a contact. I've been, I meant to do this push where I was going to give it out to everybody, but I was thinking of him... And then I never really got his email, because I couldn't find it. But I gave it out to some other people, but it's like I haven't really got any feedback, and barely got any response and stuff, so... I'm not really worried about it. Like, the music video I just put out, is like, which is my last year's album, is like... It's one of my projects, and I'm pretty proud of it, I guess. Mm, proud? Maybe not is the right word, but... I'm pretty kind of mesmerized by how much work there is in there, and some of it I think is pretty interesting and good, but there's also downsides to it, but I think it's a pretty comprehensive piece, it's like one of the longest albums I've ever made, it's two and a half hours almost, and I mean, there's just no limit anymore, like you don't have to have 76 minutes or 12 tracks or whatever, you can do whatever the fuck you want, like, so I don't know how many songs are on there, but there's different iterations of the same song, like there's ones that are pretty dramatically different. Anyway, I don't want to talk too much about that, but that's acronym, SMDF, Selling My Dead Friends. And, uh yeah, and so I got some other contacts. I shot out some other emails. Like I said, I tried to email Katie, and um, I care about her. I took a break from her, like, as soon as she got pregnant, I think, because I just kind of felt like I didn't want to be presence really in her life while her and her husband were like getting like really intimate with you know having a family and stuff and for some reason I just felt like it would be best if I stayed away for a while because I mean she and I have kind of always had this like flirty friendship even when she had her first husband like I mean I wasn't flirting with her when she was married but we were like close friends and then um at the very end of her relationship with him I think I flirted with her like a little bit Um, I gave her this kind of sexy hug, but she divorced him. And then, um, I think we had a brief, what did we do together? I forget. We just like briefly, like, we didn't, we just kind of played around with each other one time and it was like all this tension was built up and stuff. And, um, anyway, he, I don't think he was directly abusive to her, but he was like very, very aggressive and stuff. And so she was concerned about that, I think. And, She seemed like super, super unhappy, so I didn't recommend she get a divorce, but she kept being so bummed out every time I talked to her that I just, like, eventually I was like, well, you've been bummed out for, like, a whole year. Like, maybe, you know, maybe you should get a divorce. Anyway, so she did, and um, then she met this other guy, and uh, he seems, just by his pictures and stuff, and the way she looks when she's with him, they just seem like a way better couple. So, he looks like a really nice guy. she looks happy and stuff, and yeah, so they had a kid, and uh, I have no interest in interfering with their relationship whatsoever, but especially when she got pregnant, I just kind of felt like, I don't know, I just felt like maybe I should dip out for a little while and just, I've done that with other couples I've known and stuff, and even my friend, my good friend that I, like one of my best friends, like, I just kind of, I mean, I just kind of had to not be around, like, when this baby came out and stuff, and especially because, like, in that case, like, you know, I was, like, I used to stop by his house a little too often, and I'd I'd be kind of dirty and, like, a bum, and, you know, I just don't want to bring, like, all that energy when they're having, like, a little infant and stuff. Not that I think I'm bad, but more that the tension, the social tension between them and my lifestyle is just more like, I don't even want to have it all be complicated, so. And then there was some other resentment issues in that case, but I had to work on a lot of that. I'm still kind of working on it, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I bought a bottle of spring water. They don't always have that. I think it's worth the expense just to buy a bottle of fucking water for $1.50 or whatever. That way I don't have to fill up a fucking... Plus, I like getting the spring water. Um, I used to make trips to the spring, but I haven't done that yet. And I don't know. I just got a little more practical about it. Like, I know that walking to the spring is kind of a cool thing to do. And I used to be a little more devoted to that practice. I thought it was kind of like part of the process, you know. And it's cool to drink local water too. But I've drank river water. That's been kind of my new fucking process, because I'm like, bro, I mean, now I know, like, you're not supposed to do that and stuff, but I just have my own beliefs, Uh, I believe that I'm not going to get sick, so I've done that enough, and, um, I just feel like, at this point, I'm more likely to just think spring water is spring water, I don't want to get too mystical about it, spring water is good enough, as is, but I'm sure it's, like, better if I go to the spring myself, because it'll be, like, so fresh, and it's kind of... And then mental, emotional, psychological, maybe spiritual will be, like, definitely entertained by the process. But in practice, too, I'm like, even buying water is kind of weird. But I I believe spring water is better than municipal water. But um, maybe I'm wrong with that. Maybe I'm wrong with that, too. You know, maybe there's really no difference, even if there's, like, some pollution or whatever fluoride even, maybe it's all negligible ultimately, but so maybe it's all psychosomatic but I do prefer like to drink spring water and like it makes me feel really good when I drink it I'm still riding on the freaking wave of positive emotions since that guy gave me four or five bucks yesterday more than five bucks oh and i dropped my excess change on the bag or in the bucket at aa just because i was like you know what i'm just gonna keep four bucks in my bag two dollars there two dollars back fuck i hope they haven't upped the price because then i'll feel like an idiot I'll be like, oh man because i mean if it's over two dollars by now i'm gonna be pissed because then i'll be like shit yeah I could see that being a problem especially if I had a, an asshole driver like that one guy in San Jose who was like bummed at me for being a little short and he didn't realize like I mean what a long adventure I'd had and how lucky I was to have any money I mean I came all the way from Florida and I flew in and then I came down the pike and Got all the way to San Jose by walking in by a bus. Or two buses maybe. No, one bus, I don't remember. And then I got to San Jose and I was almost all the way home and I still had $5 in my pocket and I was like, well I know it's $7 but maybe the bus driver will be cool. He was not cool. He was a douche about it. He let me ride but he gave me a guilt trip. That really bummed me out. That was almost like tonight when I was in the store and this couple of dumb fucks, they looked over at me and they started laughing and they're like looking at my crotch or my pants and I'm like, why are they laughing at me? You know, and I was feeling so good today and I was like, oh man, and I even crossed my mind, I was like, I was feeling so good too and now these fucking fools are laughing at me and I'm like, what is it? You know, like, is is it my penis? You know, is it like bulging out or something like what why would they be laughing at me and then i even looked down after I, they turned away and i was like basically not disturbed because i was like whatever it is it's, they're being dumb and i was like i was like how rude are these people and it, i think they're foreigners like they just they sound like they're like italian or french or something and they're like laughing all like europeans they go
3: <laughs> joy of knife <laughs> look at that weirdo <laughs> he's a bum
0: Whatever the fuck they were thinking, is super rude. But then I looked at and there's like nothing wrong with my pants. So I'm like, what? And I'm wearing nice pants, too. And, uh, maybe their joke was that that bum has nicer clothes than we do. Who knows? But then I was like, well, maybe they were looking at the keychains that were next to me, which is possible, but uh, whatever it was, I was just like, God, some people, you know, it's just, they're so rude. Um, and I don't know what it was. You know, I really don't know what it was. Maybe they weren't looking at me. But it's like, in some cultures, you know, they just have different mores. That's really what it comes down to. And like, maybe they didn't think they were doing anything wrong. Or maybe that wasn't rude to them. Um, but yeah, otherwise, tonight was great. And I went to a meeting, and it was pretty good. Um, I thought, I shared a lot about what I've been working on this week, my festival and stuff. And um, I had a good share, I thought, but I was a little bit in my head and stuff about just, like, I wanted to say what I wanted to say. But I was telling people, like, you know, how I deal with it, how I work my program and stuff. Kind of sound like the girl that went after me was kind of admonishing me a little bit for some of the things I said, which I find I often think people are doing that because there's a lot of that, I think, in AA. There's a lot of these combative admonishments and stuff. And uh, I think she kind of was doing that to me, but I might have been wrong. So I was, like, pissed about it. I was like, oh, I thought to myself, I'm like, there she goes. She's trying to mom me. She's trying to mom me. She's trying to tell me, you know, what we do around here. This little boy, grown-up boys don't do that. Here, we do this. What I do is this. I I don't do it like that. I do it, like, but I do like this. And I was like, oh, shit. It sounded like she was trying to correct me for where I'd done it wrong. And, uh, like I said, I don't know if that's true, but it, it sounded like that to me, and so I kind of had to check myself once again, I'm like, yeah, maybe she wasn't saying that, you never know, maybe she was offering some kind of nice advice, and I just misunderstood her tone, like, maybe she was trying to add to my perspective, but. (sighs) So then after that, I went to, I stopped by the bus station into the bathroom, the restroom, and then I came out, and I was like, as I was walking around, I was like, because I was going to go to the open mic, So I was walking around, I was like, oh, I better check the bus, and so I looked for the schedule, I looked, and it's like, I found the bus number, which I kind of already knew, and um, it said the bus left from that, that side of the station, and I was like, looking around, there's no schedule for it, and I was like, huh, so I was a little bit confused about that. In fact, that's, like, why I chose Davenport, basically, is because I know there's a bus there, and I knew I could ride there and get back. Now, I hope that I'm right, because otherwise I'm starting to plan this whole festival around something I won't be able to do. And then as I was walking back later, of course, I realized i have been saying the wrong date. But it doesn't matter. There's only Chris so far, and the old man named Steven is a cool old dude that I met the other day, yesterday. I think I told that story on this record, but, in this batch recordings, maybe, but um, I don't want to, like, belabor or whatever or overemphasize, but basically I stopped by to help the guy, because he was, like, kind of suffering a little bit, and um, I went to help him. He needed a bandage. Like, his leg was all fucked up. I mean, like, it's all sore. He has, like, bad skin on his leg. I'm not sure why, but so I just, I thought maybe, you know, I thought maybe I could help him. And, um, I was glad he had money, because I didn't have a dollar to help him, but he did have money, and so I bought him a bandage and came out with it. And, uh, yeah, he tried to repay me by offering me a little money. Um, I could have refused, but, like, I mean, I need some money in order to do this festival. But I hung out with him afterwards, and, um, uh, I mean, I could go to the festival in someone else's car, but for me, it's like, I'm in... I want to take my own trip. And that's, that's kind of how I want to run all my shows is like, I want to have my own transportation and then, um, people can, uh, get there however they want. They can carry whatever the fuck they want in their RB, RVs or their cars. And I'm not going to be sitting there bleeding out my ass trying to fucking pretend like I'm not paranoid as hell that I'm going to get arrested for their shit. Cause that's what traveling has always been like with me and all the stoners and all the shit. Like, I'm always sitting there sweating bullets that I'm going to have to go to jail over their junk. And I'm like, f or their whatever, their product. And uh, I never, you know, crossing state lines, I'm sitting there worrying, trying to smile at cops and shit. And it's just like, it's no fun. And so I don't want to have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> so I think the solution is to take municipal buses or to find a sober partner, if I ever find one. But municipal buses will do the trick for me and then just make the destination. So if like, you want to go on tour with me, go ahead. You can either go on the bus with me or you can get there yourself. And like, I want to have it be, that's why I want to have a festival. It's like, so whoever shows up, shows up. It's like, you don't have to be in the band all the time. And uh, I don't even know, you know, like I think a lot of my old other friends are just, they're going to turn their noses up or whatever the way I want to do things now. It's like, fine, well, fuck you then, you know, eat shit. Eat shit and dine. Dine with a full glass of fucking urine. Drink your fucking... Eat, eat shit and drink urine. Drink bloody urine, bitch. Eat shit. Fucking write me a postcard and send it to fuck you. Uh, sorry. But uh, seriously, I don't want to be hindered by assholes that I fucking used to listen too much to. Alright, so I got a can of chili. Got a bag of cookies. I feel great. As far as I'm concerned, I feel great. I'm kind of worried, actually. I'm starting to of wonder if I'm, like, split personality or something. I'm like, I feel great. Oh, God. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. I say, fuck
6: you! Ah, Fuck you! Oh, I feel great. Yeah, I'm so happy and
0: faithful and good.
4: Ah, you motherfucker!
0: I, like, have two, like, fucking personalities. One's. Is- This thing, yeah, I I like to keep it a certain way so that it looks camoed, yeah. And then my other bro, my old friend, he's like a you know, I grew up with him, but I've been avoiding him because he's such a stoner, usually. but I don't know if he stopped finally, but he's a lifelong stoner. And he's been a little weird, you know, with his, I don't know, with his orientation and stuff. I've been a little weird with my orientation, but I'm like, oh, man, it's so trippy. Like, it's almost like we're supposed to be gay for each other, but I don't want to be. And I'm like, no, nah, I just want to be friends with this bro. But it's like, it always gets weird. And, um... So I've been avoiding him. Plus, he's such a fucking diehard stoner that, like, I just, I didn't even want to fucking hang out with him, but, uh, I knew I wanted to see him, he's still my, like, one of my best friends, and, like, we always, like, have, like, a really, you know, good, good conversations, like, when I see him, like, when I come back and stuff, but, uh, it's still, like, can be kind of weird sometimes, so, but, uh, yeah, so I texted him, and I probably shouldn't even identify him, I don't know if He'll be listening to this. He probably won't be, but... Um, he's... Yeah, I don't want to identify him. That sounds like he's got a good job. Actually, he's in a different place. I wonder if he moved. Hey, maybe he moved. Actually, maybe he moved which is weird, but um, he's close enough. I mean, so he's working in the bay. Maybe he moved up there. And he works for, like, a trendy company that everybody's heard of. But as a, you know, someone who performs a service. But, uh, anyway, if he's up there, if he lives up there, I'll probably see him when I go up there. Because I'm, you know, probably going to head up there. That'll give me a good reason to be up in that part. And then, uh, try to do the festival up there, try to do the show eventually, but I won't be heading there right away, but soon enough, I'm sure, well, maybe, I'm not so sure, I'm not so sure like what I'm going to do, like, I'm going to try to do this like one show at a time thing, and um, what else? I don't know. I'm getting ready to... Oh, I got my favorite podcast. Yeah, why don't I just listen to those guys for a while? I'm gonna watch some movies. So yeah, I had a great idea.
6: Stop, dude. Get off my dick, bitch.
0: Fuck you. Stupid console bullshit. No. No. Drag and drop a page to change its position? That's not what I'm trying to do here, dumbass. Get off my phone. God damn it, dude. No, I don't want to do your dumbass thing. Press and drag a page to change its position? Where the fuck am I going to do that, dude? Your stupid shit is all over my cock. Oh my god. No! No! I'm telling you, the stupid fucking consoles are fucking going apeshit with all kinds of suggestive change the thing. Oh, Google wants to jump in and fuck you. Oh, okay, Google, fuck me. Fucking come up and fucking just jump up in my face and be like, okay, Google's here. (laughs) Google. I hate it. The fucking console's reorganizing just because it's doing it again. Knock it off, you dickweed. Cause I breathed on it. Oh, I hate it.
1: So dip, 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 dip.
0: Idiots. Man, that shit should not be happening. So I'm gonna move because you breathed on your phone. Idiots. God, that's annoying. Alright, give me my good shit. I want to listen to my buddies. My sanity weekly dose of sanity. What, well, I'm moved. Oh, I'm changed up. That's cool. Oh, that was kind of cool. <laughs> I stole their art. Oh, that sucks.
6: I stole their art.
0: Get on my cock, Miley Cyrus. I don't know. It's just a more friendly, but... Oh, I forgot. That makes me think of like bitch. What the hell are you doing? Damn, my foot just keeps hurting every time I walk in these damn shoes. Uh, Yeah, I feel like there's so many things. I'm trying to get people's attention out there. It's like I'm out.
7: i enjoying the almond milk triple shot version for a couple of months now. I am interested in representing the brand. I am a musician and promoter who is forming a new music festival. I would imagine that your banner and booth would make a welcome addition to this festival. Right now I am only in the formative stages, but I hope to generate relationships that might lead to mutually beneficial opportunities in the future I imagine that a high margin could be charged at the show and I would only want one single beverage per day in exchange that would only be a fair deal if you and your brand found it to be a profitable arrangement I hope that this will come to be perhaps by next year or sooner I am going to run my first show in the near future, and I will contact you again in the future. If I haven't had a response, please contact me. Before then if you would like to encourage this partnership from CTW of XMGMT and XDRCFT. (laughs)
8: Isn't there a pillow on his head? Adam Curry,
6: John C. Dvorak. It's
1: Thursday, August fifteenth, twenty nineteen. This is your
8: award-winning Gimbo Nation media assassination, episode eleven sixty-four. This
6: is no agenda. <laughs>
8: Adjusting the algo's, tweaking the twiddlers, and broadcasting live from the frontier of Austin, Texas, capital of the growing stars taking In the morning, everybody. I'm Adam
9: Curry. And from Northern Silicon Valley, I'm John C. Dvorak.
8: Yes you are, John C.
9: Dvorak. With our shooting in Philadelphia. Another crazy shooting in Philadelphia oh wait a minute, just a bunch of cops that were shot, so never mind. <laughs> uh you know the problem with that shooting in Philadelphia, don't you? There's more than one problem. What What's the problem that you saw?
8: Well, I didn't see it, but I'm pretty sure the shooter wasn't white, and that's
10: the problem yep.
8: for you know, news reporting. The they, okay, the, this brings us
4: to the clip. The bonus
9: clip. The bonus clip. bonus clip. Yes. When When CBS played this on on the morning show, they said, and then the uh, the uh, I guess the shooter was then surrendered, and then they showed a white guy. Coming out of the building. <laughs> People should go look at this
8: clip. Really? It's on CBS this morning. It's on the CBS news site right now. But, what, but, was, but was, that the guy? Her, was that the guy? Was that the guy? No, it was one of the hostages. <laughs> oh, God.
9: Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yes, they said, I watched it a couple of times. I said, oh, this guy's a freak. He's was like some white guy with a long, one of those long goatees and yeah. a bald head, kind of a creepy-looking guy. <laughs> coming out, and I said, Oh, god, what a creep! And so he's coming out, and then, then later in this thing, when they showed the guy, who, when they showed him at the, hospice, the hospital or something, this the yeah. shooter, or they showed a bunch of people at the hospital, they had one guy in cuffs, it was a black guy. I said, Wait a minute, wasn't this shooter a white guy? And so I looked up the shooter by name on, with the image search, and there yeah. he was, it was a black guy. Yeah, that's but CBS. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you didn't know, <laughs> wow. You were tricked by CBS to make you think it was a white, another white nut.
11: Uh, this clip, we play it now? Yes, yeah, sure, play it. The long standoff that paralyzed a Philadelphia neighborhood is over after the man accused of wounding six police officers and shooting repeatedly at others surrendered overnight. His name, Maurice Hill, 36 years old. He walked out of his home where he had barricaded himself, holding his hands in the air.
10: Police say he opened fire when wow. officers came to the house with a warrant. Two officers and three hostages were trapped inside for about five hours until a SWAT team rescued them. CTM national correspondent Jerika Duncan is at the scene in Philadelphia. Jerika, what do we know about the accused gunman? Yeah.
12: We know that the accused gunman has a criminal history, an extensive criminal history that includes several gun possession charges. Now, as for those six officers that were wounded, they were released from the hospital and are said to be in good spirits this morning. You know, you take a look at the scene behind me right now. Police still gathering evidence. It is quiet. It is calm. But hours ago, neighbors here described it as a war zone. Sounds of gunfire terrorized this neighborhood in Philadelphia for hours. I got an officer shot. I got an officer shot. in this a Ate that. Long gun. ate set Officers serving a narcotics ward at a home around 4.30 p.m. yesterday were ambushed by a gunman barricading himself inside.
2: A shooter fired multiple rounds. Officers returned fire, many of whom who had to escape through windows and doors to get uh, from a barrage. Bullets.
8: You know, I uh, this broke yesterday, and I was scanning across the channels, and I noticed <clears> right <throat> off the bat, Fox News was going live regularly. CNN, MSNBC went live in the beginning, and then didn't come back really. And they were running, you know, a special of Anderson Cooper interviewing Don Lemon. I mean, just uh, interviewing each other,
4: <laughs> whoever the
8: hell it was. And then just the, the, they completely ignored it, and I knew right then and there. I, I turned to my lovely wife. I said, "Uh oh, he's not white. This is a problem. We can't report <laughs> yeah. on it." And they don't. And there's no yeah. mass shooting, the gun, that's get rid of none of this.
0: Exactly. They're like, um, oh, it's it's not a crazy white guy, so we can't make it into this fucking war on white people. It's like, oh, he's not a black supremacist, he's just a black guy. Oh, 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 we can't show this. Oh, this is just too... It would be racist to cover that. Oh, we can't cover a black shooter, because then we're racist, or... That would be racist. Oh, that didn't happen. Oh, how dare you said that that happened? You're a racist. How dare you... How dare you declare that that was a factual reality, you racist? Stop! Stop the fuck you, bitch!
4: God. Well, CBS
9: tried to do this. Uh, game a, uh, who says the guy came with his hands in the air? I think was a prelude to showing the clip of a guy coming out with his hands in the air. Was a white guy, right? Uh, and then there was the second little 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 gem in there where the the announcer a woman says he has a criminal history, and, and then. She us any criminal history." She says many gun
8: possession charges. Hold on, I didn't finish the clip, so let's listen to the rest of it.
12: Six officers were shot, including one who was grazed by a bullet in the head. One of the cops was running past, he, he uh, had blood all on his head. Heavily armed police officers, dozens of squad cars and SWAT teams swarmed the area. Fire! SWAT, Fire SWAT. SWAT! Police, along with the shooter's lawyer, were trying to communicate with the suspect for hours, urging him to surrender and free hostages.
10: SWAT! Was able to successfully extract uh, the two police officers that were trapped upstairs as well as uh, three prisoners.
12: But as darkness began to fall, the siege didn't let up. More than seven hours later, the gunman surrendered with the help of his lawyer,
1: Shaka Johnson. I've never known him to possess the traits that would have a person shooting at police officers or having a whole community under siege.
8: Well, anyway, yeah, it's very obvious which way the bias goes. And it's the same. We had a guy try to blow up uh, an ice uh, uh, facility with a propane tank, and he was
4: armed with... Now, do you have a handgun or uh, a military-style assault weapon?
9: I don't remember, but it was the same, similar situation. Yeah, and just no reporting. Blade. its It's so wrong. I well, just had to put up with it because nothing <laughs> they was going to do about it. They got it. They got the marching orders from yeah, who? Though. Yeah. Well,
8: well, they're following him. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, amidst all that, I've been poisoned. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the? Uh, why I've been poisoned? Do you remember? you have been poisoned. Yes. you have been talking to me. You should be in the hospital. I should be in the hospital. Do you remember? Uh, it was about a week ago, not long ago. after I went wake surfing again with the former New York banker and I had yeah. severe stomach issues. Well, no one on the show knows that because uh, you, you're a trooper. Yeah, but uh, me and my buddies, we're in big trouble here, specifically in Austin. Dogs, people, too. That's right.
4: Me and the dogs.
1: In the summer heat, nothing more inviting than refreshing lake water. But in Texas, Georgia, Tennessee, and North Carolina, multiple reports from dog owners that their pets died after coming into contact with blue-green algae. And if we had known, I- Claire Scardi had Harper since she was a puppy. She didn't understand why 30 minutes after being in the water, her best friend was dying.
6: She's mm. struggling to breathe, and so we take her to the emergency vet. Ten minutes after we got there, they, they told me that your baby's not doing good. We have to give her CPR, and she died shortly after that.
1: Some dog owners say they believe their dogs died after licking their fur, which had been well, soaked like with the toxin. Her baby died?
8: <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to respond to that. I was just going to say the dog, died, she no, had a baby die, too. It's, the dog is her baby, Jean-Claude.
1: fur, oh, which She's struggling to breathe, and so we take her to <laughs> the emergency bed. Ten minutes
6: after we got there, they, they told me that your baby's not doing good. We have to give her CPR, and she died shortly after that.
1: Some dog owners say they believe their dogs died after licking their fur, which had been well, soaked with toxic baby died?
8: <laughs> I was waiting for you to respond to that. I was just saying, your dog died? Your no, baby died, too? It's the dog is her baby, Jean-Claude. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I keep playing, I'm sorry.
6: Ten minutes after we got there, they, they told me that your
1: baby's not doing good, we have to give her CPR. Oh, they actually told
8: her her baby wasn't doing well.
1: She died shortly uh, after that. Uh, like some dog owners say they believe their dogs died after licking their fur, which had been soaked with the toxins of that blue-green algae. The problem is more acute in the South in summer, because algae blooms in the heat, are more common
12: in some cases the warnings
1: <laughs> coming word of mouth they
12: said he was like don't put your dogs in the water they're passing away i'm like wait what
1: veterinarians say they're helpless doc is there an antidote i'm so sorry to say no tonight in the south a warning your your dogs of of the lake might be deadly yeah
8: so they have warning everywhere in austin i think uh three or four dogs have i mean babies have died um fur babies of course but they never hand out any warning for people. And, and I looked it up, and yes, blue-green algae can make you sick. It can cause illness, capable well, of producing the, several different toxins. You have know, tons of toxins. In fact, there's a whole big
9: problem up in Lake Erie. We had a clip a couple of shows ago. If you look up Lake yeah. either Erie, E-R-I-E, mm-hmm. York, or algae, we did. I had a clip that discussed what was going on up there in Canada. In Canada, they got this problem, too. And um, you should, there's, a, there's a good news and bad news
8: about you and that exposure. Since you're not dead, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> Wait, you want to hear the Lake Erie bloom? Yeah, play it in blue.
12: At this time of the year, the waters of Lake Erie are normally a big draw for boaters and fishers and swimmers and sun seekers, but a stinky green sheen is keeping folks at bay. Yeah, that does not look good. Potentially toxic algae is growing in the western part of the lake. And for the first time, Canadian researchers are teaming up with their counterparts in the US to find out how big and how harmful it is. Artie Paul takes us there. Not the pristine blue you typically see on a summer's day. Colchester Harbour in Lake Erie in Ontario is a shade of green, all because of an algae infestation.
11: I don't think anybody's going to want to swim in that bloom or they're not going to come out here at all. Fluorescent green? Yeah, no. She says the toxic blooms
12: coating the shoreline impact her bottom line. But the algae isn't just bad for business, it's bad for the environment. It can make fish sick, and if you eat that fish, it can make you sick too. It can also send toxins into the air that can cause
8: breathing problems. problems I know enough. This is bad. They should be, it's a health, they should issue a health warning
5: for people.
9: Which they well, I'm going to tell you your good news and bad news. Okay, good news and bad news. I don't know if this is true anymore, but I know a few years back, there was a fad um, of taking blue G, blue-green algae pills as a health benefit.
8: <laughs> All right, uh, that was the InfoWars uh, supply, I guess? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, was it was as iodine? Gave you some iodine with that package, yes.
9: <laughs> but... It was huge. It was hugely popular, and they were actually—and by the way, they, they, the Canadian report goes on, and I'll, I'll throw this in there. Which is all because of climate change.
8: Okay. Oh
9: yes, no, of course. Well, that's what's going that, on but, here. But, yeah. But yeah, I think it's—I remember during this little faddish period of blue-green algae being a. Uh, health uh, dietary supplement sold at gmc and elsewhere and there was also uh, ads in certain magazines saying you too can be an overnight millionaire grow blue green algae in ponds in your backyard and harvest it and you know turn it i don't know turn it into pills.
13: pills turn it
9: to somebody <laughs> but I'm, I'm wondering how much of this stuff was propagated at, by this faddish Era where blue-green algae was a health uh, dietary supplement, and people were growing it all over the place, and, and making it available. I think in all these ponds and everywhere else, it's possible that uh, it's a kind of a created problem. Oh yeah, that
8: could be terrorism,
9: bioterrorism. But anyway, blue-green algae. Yeah, they're blaming uh, global warming. In Canada, they're blaming global warming.
8: Yeah, um, I'm surprised Austin has not done the same yet. Yeah, it, we yeah. have had every day has been a hundred plus. It's about one hundred three, one hundred four. It would kill the algae. I guess the algae just thrives on it. I don't know. Don't know enough about it. Doesn't matter because it is hatch chili month. So everyone's got stomach issues no matter what. <laughs> it is hatch everywhere you go on Austin. Hatch chili month. What's hatch chili? <laughs> well, hatch is a type of chili pepper.
9: I don't know anything about this chili pepper. No, you should look it up.
8: Yeah. So you, you go to the supermarket, they got hatched chili pepper uh, cheese. Sounds like a newish fad to me. Oh, well, that's awesome. It, do you remember this last year? Yes, I think I do remember it last year. Do you remember it two years ago? No. They got hatch uh, hatch chili chicken sausages, you got hatch chili in the cereal, just, it's like they produced too much hatch chili this year, just everything is hatch chili, hatch chili drinking. It's, uh, it's I chili guess, at Amazon. I'm sorry, <laughs> hatch chili at Amazon, sure. Hatch green chili. There you go. It looks like a brand, but it's not a brand. No, it's a kind of chili.
9: Well, no, it's a brand.
8: It is a brand?
9: Well, then it's, it's a brand.
8: Hmm.
4: Uh-huh.
9: Because the other ones, it it has a logo
8: and Hatch. Oh, that's possible. Well, anyway, it's
9: Hatch 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 Chili Month. It's a brand.
13: It's (laughs) a
8: Hatch brand. It's branded chili. Well, damn commercialism. It's it's like champagne. It has to come from the region of Hatch, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Hatch, Arizona. There you go. So I had a little celebration on Tuesday. I thought it was Wednesday, but uh, I woke up Tuesday morning. Everyone's tweeting. Hey, 15th anniversary of Daily oh, Source yes, Code. Yes, yes. I, I actually listened to that.
9: Oh.
8: Here's where you say. Gee, that was pretty good. <laughs> well, it was short. Well, an hour and a half <laughs> was a plus. An hour and 45. And it was? Yeah, it was an hour and 45 minutes. Your,
9: your DSC was an hour and 45? Yes, sir. Oh. Uh, I'm not I'm not, See, not it's sure. that good that
0: y- uh, these guys aren't even talking anything about Epstein or anything. Well maybe they're gonna get into it. Maybe I should skip forward.
9: You thought it went by too fast. I must have just listened to it like a drone. It was everyone had every code, everyone who works there, whatever you did, you had a private office. You could close the door and lock it. And you... had discussions when I talked. To... I think is maybe. Maybe you start the day
13: off
2: right with a clip of the day. Russian I can tell you, two of the names involved were John Brennan and James Comey. But there was political espionage conducted against Hillary Clinton, against Ted Cruz, Mark Rubio, and Donald Trump. Hmm uh all, and it opens and a nuclear and i thought i was helpless. What's going on beat her stuff and people send me articles and i'm like is this
8: really true what she's saying and so i'm hunting around and lo and behold Uh, Two days ago, the CEO of Overstock.com was on Fox Business News to explain exactly what's going on. I,
2: uh, I... Let me me give it to you in a nutshell. In a very strange way, by a weird fluke of history, I ended up in the center of the Russian and the Clinton investigations. What? I have all the answers. I've been sitting on them, waiting for America to get there. Last summer, I figured out I I I have all the answers to both of those. What they all are, it's all about political espionage. It had nothing to do with law enforcement. I thought I was helping them in some law enforcement, it was all political espionage. Here's the bottom line. There is a deep state like a like a submarine lurking just beneath the waves at periscope depth, watching <laughs> our shipping lanes and a nuclear Icebreaker named the USS Bill Barr has snuck up on them and is about to ram them amidships. That's about to happen, and I think we're about to see the biggest scandal in American history. Wow. As a result. But it was all political. everything you think you know about Russia and Clinton investigations is a lie. It's all a cover up. It was all political espionage. And you think Bill Barr
10: is gonna to get to the bottom of it? I think
2: I think he has gone to the bottom of it. It was con- believe it or not, there was political espionage conducted against Hillary Clinton. And I can tell you two of the names involved were John Brennan and James Comey. But there was political espionage conducted against Hillary Clinton, against Ted Cruz, Mark Rubio, and Donald Trump. Hmm. Uh, all, and everything you think you know about the Russian collusion investigation is a lie. Well, it's d- going to be exposed. Oh, yeah.
8: fabulous. Of course, it's all sealed, sealed indictments. I'm sure. (laughs) Wow! How good it is to start the day off right with a clip of the day.
4: (laughs) 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 There you go. No way to start a show. Couldn't resist with the
0: biggest bullcrap out there. Fifteen months late. (laughs) What?
8: The story goes that he was in a romantic relationship. With, okay. the, with the Butina guy uh, The Russian spy, the girl who was um... Oh, the girl, the hottie Yeah, well, she's not as hot as the first oh, She's not, uh... not as the redhead No, no, no But she's the one that uh, uh, was the a beauty re- cutie pie Yeah, she's, she's in jail right now Because she didn't register as a foreign agent Which yeah, half of D.C. has not done Yeah, spook, of course she's a spook Um, And so that's so how... what's this guy? Hold on a second, what's this guy's name again? Patrick Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E and Overstock, uh, I guess we could look and take a look, um, it was down because of the CEO being uh, nuts. <laughs> Let me see what this Let's
9: guy is. I want to get a look at this guy to see what he, what he looks like. He's like a goofball.
0: No, he doesn't. You guys are wrong. The guy's cool as fuck. He was like bringing Bitcoin to the mainstream. He was accepting Bitcoin on Overstock.com. He even invented a crypto exchange or a, a way to offer um, securities, essentially, on the blockchain. And he, out of many, probably is mastering that uh, procedure, maybe even better than the Winklevi. Uh I think he did Tezos. And uh, I don't know everything about it, but he's definitely pretty serious about doing like initial well, maybe not initial coin offerings, but yeah, something along those lines in like a really strict way. Um, Investment, I think, on blockchain. And so he's pretty fucking cognizant, in my opinion. And so I would not discount anything he has to say. Although I find that to be kind of weird that he would be involved in that shit. I think it might have something to do with the fact that he's... going to be doing something, I'll probably disintermediate the NYSE. Or already has. Where the fuck is
6: my spoon? Damn it! Shit! Where the fuck is my spoon? Shit!
0: Do not turn off. Where the fuck is my spoon? Man, I just keep tripping on my fucking phone not working right. Like, it's just like <coughs> like a functional malfunction. It's like a physical misuse of my phone. I keep fucking things up or it doesn't work or my breath turns the shit off or the light turns off or... Uh. Oh, God, I breathed on it again. It's going to, like, delete my fucking emails. Stupid assholes. Stop. Holy shit. Uh, what the hell is that? Just sitting there all stupid? Duh. I didn't even put that there. Fuck you, Mix. Duh. Everything's wrong, dude. Fuck. I feel so annoyed.
8: He's the son of former Geico CEO, and he's always been a weird dude. Hey, here we go. August 13th, stock goes from 25, drops down to a low of 15.68 Ouch. yesterday, and it's climbing a little bit uh, today, but it's still at uh, fifty. Uh, no? No, I didn't know. It's more. Actually, it's up. It's up it's to 18. Stock. Well, you well, I mean, that's what it should be. It's, it's an $18 stock at the moment. Anyway, hey, you know what? Uh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, Overstock CEO, here's a, what a
9: classic. Overstock CEO Patrick Byrne touts the benefits of medical
8: cannabis. Yeah, you look at him, you can see that. Yeah, he he's also uh, quite vocal about being a, a grateful, dead, listening, flag-waving, pot-smoking uh, American. Yeah. <laughs> I, cl- I didn't even clip that part. I was like, "Eh, we don't need to know that." Uh,
6: oh my god! No, well, see. well yeah, yeah,
8: you're right. Probably better
9: than. <laughs> better. Although Geneva doesn't have anything else, or doesn't have got a company to run,
8: so we'll see more of him and less of this guy. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I- I'm very excited about this new twist in the saga and this <laughs> <a> new twist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, even better. Real- Any minute. And also, he it if, all hell's
9: breaking list are these
8: these bastards. Thousands of sealed indictments. Yeah. Now I did have a chat yesterday with uh, Pachanik, If we just get into uh, right. indictments, etc., cetera, et cetera. Because, You know, he had emailed me that he ah let's let's do a show, let's record. So I recorded a show with. Him. Um, and uh, as in typical Pachanic fashion, he he always has something he wants to focus on, and it's usually uh, involves China. In this case, India, Pakistan, the Bhutan region, Kashmir. Yeah, he's got his marching orders. It, yes, um, but we it's did talk. To- Apparently, did- you're the only outlet for him. So, <laughs> yes, it seems like all the rest have been burned. <laughs> Info Wars doesn't reach anymore. <clears throat> I mean, Alex Jones might as well just not exist in the in the parlance. I guess we're the same. But at least we're still listed in Apple's iTunes. Ooh. Yeah, we haven't been kicked off any. Shh! No, don't don't talk like that. Don't say these things. Um, you know, so Don Wood. So you know, I I asked him the typical things, and he said, "Well, you know that you know, it doesn't. Epstein doesn't matter. He's dead, alive. It's, uh, it's. He, you'll never hear from him again, of course. And Gisley like, Maxwell, we're never gonna hear from her again. She'll be found dead, or yeah, you know, I, the, it, it, I love that the, um. All of our intelligence services cannot seem to find, uh, Gillen Maxwell. Even trying. Although the Daily Mail. They found her in Massachusetts. Well, here's the report.
5: Let's listen to it with a little extra bonus story. The authorities need to hunt her down and she needs to face justice. (laughs) We can exclusively reveal that the British socialite has been laying low inside this $3 million beachfront mansion. The 57-year-old is dating tech CEO Scott Borgerson and living near Boston. An insider tells us she's become a real homebody, rarely ventures out. But her says. He he doesn't know where she is. She was just named in a civil suit filed against Epstein's estate. Jennifer Arose claims Ghislaine helped Epstein rape her when she was 15. Interesting to point out, the disgraced financier had a bizarre portrait of Bill Clinton in his New York City mansion. Daily Mail TV has exclusively obtained this grainy image of the former president in drag. Yeah. She's wearing red heels and a blue dress. The painting is a reminder of Monica Lewinsky's infamous blue dress with Clinton's DNA. Epstein's brother Mark will likely inherit the former hedge fund manager's $550 million estate, which includes the private Caribbean island recently raided by the FBI. <laughs> so
8: just reading the headlines, you'd think that she's holed up in her boyfriend's house. But no, no one's seen her. He doesn't know where he is. She's not there. And, okay. then, and then this Clinton blue dress thing is the biggest hoax I've seen in a while that people are actually buying into. Well, the, the funny thing about this is one of the more
9: elaborate – or more – not elaborate, but one, it's not elaborate at all. But it's one of the more interesting hoaxes because it's very clear. They don't – nobody says that it's a photo. But nobody it, ever says that. They it, always say it's an oil painting. But it is a well, photo. make an oil painting of Clinton with a with – a, you know, with a, doing it with a horse. But, I mean, but, I you know,
8: do, but John, here's the thing. I've seen this photo before months ago. I, and I, I remember seeing going, well, "That's funny because it's a poorly Photoshopped job of clinton's head uh on 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 some woman wearing this dress it's it, it's a photoshop and and then they pasted what? it in, i thought it was an oil painting no it's it's not true i've seen this picture Okay, so it's just photos. It's from, a, anyway, I could take a Clinton's head and put it on anybody's. Exactly, body. but so what? But they did it really. They did it really well with this grainy photo, looking in through the doorway into the hallway to the back of the of the hall, and there's this picture. And they zoom in, make it even more grainy. This is yeah. bull crap. This is to, someone is laughing I, I don't their ass off. What the point of it is, it's because this is trolling, man. This is <laughs> it, it's no better or worse than Chris Cuomo with Fredo. It's, I love the Chris Cromwell-Flafredo thing. You want to go there? You want to stay with Epstein for a moment? No, I want to finish this. Then we'll go to okay. Fredo. All right. So i got a couple other things. So said you know, he's like, well, the thing that Trump did, he says, because I'm like, is this draining the swamp? Do we have thousands of sealed indictments ready to pop? And he said, now, what he, what he has done is he has not gone after the espionage and the blackmail and anything else. He's gone purely after the pedophilia. And according to Pachenik, that was a genius move because he has now put fear into the circles of pedophiliacs, as Pachenik calls them. And that will result in people ratting each other out. He feels that the John Huntsman resignation, um, right after uh, Epstein, was he, when he got in, no, right after Epstein died, I think, or what, whatever, he resigned as ambassador to Russia. And the story is well. He's going to run. Uh, you know, he's going to run uh, for governor of, I think, Ohio. Wait, John Huntsman, the guy who ran for president? Yeah, the guy who the used Mormon. To, yeah, the Mormon
9: used to be in. Uh, in Ch- he used to be the ambassador to China. And now he's the ambassador
8: to Russia. Well, not anymore. He was, yeah. Oh, I got to look this up. I don't know any of this. This is John Huntsman, as we've played him many times. Top, put honey out your, chig-a-ching-ching. Chig-a-ching-ching is right. So. But <laughs> thinks that he might have been the chicka ching and hapudad dat And uh, with Epstein, he, he is listed, I believe, on the manifest as one of the participants in flying on the Lolita Express. So Pachanic says, I think he had to resign to get ready for anything yeah, coming out." i look up John Huntsman, Rizzo. Never mind, I got it spelled How can you misspell
9: Huntsman? I guess you're about...
0: Why does anybody trust these manifests anyway? Like, you know, usually I believe this stuff, but it's like, yeah, but how the fuck do you know that these people were actually on the plane just because their name's on the list? I mean, I might not want to defend those people because I might think they're reprehensible already, but still, just to be fact-based, I mean, why, why does this seem just... I'm surprised nobody's offering more skepticism about that. But then again, I guess if they don't deny, but I think they might have. There's been a few times where I think they've denied that they were even on those planes.
9: <laughs> I, by some psychology, I pronounce, I spell it with a K. Oh. Okay. oh,
8: Um, one other name he uh, brought out, and that name is also all of a sudden in the news: Bill Gates.
5: Oh.
8: Yeah, Bill Gates showed up in the in the in the uh, stream, in the news stream yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And okay. the story goes back to I believe 2015 when. A huge cache of child pornography was found somewhere within the Gates compound and it was immediately blamed on some rogue employee who never went to jail. Nothing happened. We don't even know his name. It's just gone. Um, but Pachanek is very adamant about Gates being compromised. And it's interesting because we're t- you know, in all of these different um, circles, one name keeps popping up one brand name. And I actually wanted to... Uh, let me
0: see if I have this. You know, that's quite convenient, though, because they're gonna, if they're going to say that Bill Gates is compromised, remember who's going to benefit, Google. And Google's a fucking beast.
8: Um, I found some other information that relates to this, and I'll get to this brand name. Uh, the day after... The alleged hanging. There was something odd that that caught my eye, my ear, only coming from ABC. Now, the New York Post. Well, first of all, apparently on 4chan there was a post about this happening way before the mainstream got it, before it was supposedly even. Ha- I don't know. So that's yeah, fine. Keep talking about this. Yeah, that's something. fine. Okay. What, whatever. New York Post put something out almost the same time ABC News did, and ABC News really led the story, but across the board. In all of their written articles, including this first report, There was something new. Instead of calling him the billionaire financier, the billionaire hedge fund manager, it became.
12: So sources tell ABC News Jeffrey Epstein took his own life. The exact timing and circumstances are unclear right now. But the mega millionaire is accused of exploiting and abusing dozens of minor groups.
8: The mega millionaire. And and it kept coming back. Mega millionaire. And no one has said this, this. And no one has said it since except for ABC as far as I can tell. And it didn't take me long to find the mega group. Now, if, if this was some kind of code, um, then it, it, it would relate to this. The mega group was this group of uh, very wealthy Jewish businessmen, all who, um, you know, going back to My- uh, Meyer Lansky was in there, the uh, oh, wow. Bronfman Sr. was in there, uh, Wexner was in there, um, and then also oh, Maxwell. Uh, uh, G- Gislaine's dad Robert Maxwell was a part of this group and Epstein became a part of the group when know uh, went through his association with Wexner of uh, L Brands and th- th- in this group almost every single one of these people has touched or in Maxwell's case directly sold the Promise software which we've talked about before this is from oh, yeah. the Inc. Law this was a, it's a Oh, this is the old scandal from years back. It's a, yeah, it's a very old story, and actually, I put a couple of links in the show notes to look at it. There's something called the Last Circle. And yeah, a everybody's of,
9: ever really looked into it from an investigative uh, perspective is
8: dead. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're exactly. All dead. So I'm like, eh, I don't think I need to dig too deep on this. You know, there's about six bodies, <laughs> but briefly, the story is that a Silicon Valley company, InsLaw created this system called promise p-r-o-m-i-s no drop the e for extra savings and it was able to connect to mainly financial databases and systems but it really connected to everything and uh to all databases that were being created and built we're going back to the 60s now this is the late 60s uh that that a lot of this work started um and so it, it eventually wound up getting sold to the u.s government but they instead of you know just being good good uh, good users they copied this apparently with uh, israeli intelligence built in a back door and then engaged robert maxwell to sell it to other countries uh to intelligence services in other countries which the original uh Inswell company didn't know about until they started getting calls from the french government for support in french and then they kind of caught on to what was going on. Yeah, they got ripped off and they never got paid. Well, some of them got killed. And, and some of them got killed when they looked into it. But if you look at this promised software and the story around it, almost all of these people, somehow, right up to bar, actually, all have been involved with this software in one form or another. But Maxwell apparently was the sales guy. So, you know... This, and he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. It could have been... You know, used, I mean, once you have someone's financial information, you can really track their finances at the banking level, which is, I think, what this is used for uh, mainly. You really can start to predict things that are going that this person is going to do, not unlike Silicon Valley today. In fact, there's enough uh, circumstantial evidence to think that if not some of the code, but certainly the methodology of promise has been replicated in Peter Thiel's Palantir software. Huh. So. There's a lot going on around that, and um, well, that's that's let me let me the the final thing. The final thing is, and this would be the claim that Bill Gates was compromised very early on in uh, in the Microsoft trajectory, probably through you know a honey trap, honey pot type scenario, and that the promise um, widget or some code is has been in Windows for as long as we've been on the planet apparently wow and that wouldn't surprise me well a couple
9: of things i can at least uh note uh silicon valley has a lot of methodologies for you know tracking it uh tail numbers of private jets going here and there sure. and then you find this guy and that guy both landed at hayward on certain certain time and then the two planes left, and you figure, well, this guy owns this company, that guy owns that company. These two guys don't really, they're not buddies, they're not hanging out. There's a merger coming. Uh, there's also right. a, a back door into some of the reservation, yeah, uh, like restaurant o- reservation systems that we know of. Open table. And you can say, well, let's see, I can see Hearst has been meeting with so and so, and they don't really, they're not pals, or it's not like a. There's some other reason. So maybe there's a merger, let's look into it. So you can get so this sort of thing is very valuable if you're doing a lot of big trading and you and you, and you can't get insight you can't use insight information. This is right the way around it, it's a workaround. Right. Oh. Now Bill has always been a fond of uh, fond of petite blondes specifically <laughs> okay you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen <laughs> well i don't think it's a big secret and um during the era of microsoft when they before they moved to redmond they were in i think it was bellevue i think yeah where Burgermaster is and i think Burgermaster is going out of business anyway uh they no! uh, they had a, a, a this was told to me by the guy who wrote hard drive the my, the thing was hard, the, the original Bill Gates, the book on Bill Gates is a reporter for the Seattle Times. And I had a long chat with him uh, uh, for some other circumstance. So we started talking about the book and the stuff that he left out. Mm. And so he gave me a number of interesting stories that he just, they wouldn't let him run or he couldn't run or he didn't have enough backup for it or it wasn't, you know. It was a Vanity
8: Fair type job.
9: Yeah, I don't know. Want to put in that term? Yeah, this is just the normal. The normal. It, it, this is the way it, it works. You don't get everything in that you want, and some stuff gets stuffed out, and then you end up talking about it on the phone, with on, on, me. on podcasts, <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> so you end up finding out about it. So, so that supposedly, now this is
4: all a legend. Yeah. Uh,
9: Microsoft okay. had a, an account. They were big with hookers in the early days. Woo! To the point where they had a an account with some. And this is in the era where there was a lot of hookers, um, and they had an account at. And uh, I would say what this era was is probably. I'm trying to put the years on it. I'm going to say it's probably mm, early '80s.
8: Bush presidency when
9: they were still in Bellevue is all I can say okay. for sure. All right. And uh, they had a, a, just an open account, and, it, and this is when Microsoft. Everyone had their own private offices. Everybody had a private office at Microsoft. So when you visited the campus in the early days, it was yes. nobody. Oh. It wasn't one of these open air things where everyone felt like a drone. It was everyone had every coder, everyone who works there, wherever you did, you had a private office. You could close the door and lock it, and you could have a bed in there if you wanted to, if you wanted to spend the night. Because a lot of coders like to do that to just stay there. Yeah. And that was very common in the early days. And um, so they had an open account with whole, with a whorehouse, and uh, and they it was just go onto the bill. I don't know what they petty cash. I have no idea how they wrote this off. But the, any coder that was lonely could get some girl to come over, and uh, to keep them at the, <laughs> keep them at the place coding. Wow! And, and what a uh, great say, place to work. Yeah, but it had to be dynamite. That's why you could take a cut and pay to work there. Because there are, ben- there are benefits that are a little more than the free lunch at Google.
4: And I was – allegedly, according to the source again, the writer, he says that
9: the – that Bill's uh, – Bill. Bill's Bill, Bill Gates' uh, hooker his, tally. His hooker was actually the madam of the place.
8: Why is there no book about this—the hidden secrets uh, of Silicon Valley memoirs. and hookers? <laughs> in my memoirs. Nice. so uh
9: <laughs> that's uh, what does that mean? I don't know. I
4: mean, for one thing, the man is the older, oldest one, and, and he likes he preferred. for what I get uh-huh. to
9: date, Deborah Weiss, who was a writer for me when I was at InfoWorld, and the two of them were. And I do have a funny story about that, which I will tell on another show. But uh, he used to date her all the time, and uh, she'd go out with him. And she was a petite blonde. Yeah. And then Deborah's the one who said, "Yeah, he
8: likes he likes
9: petite blondes."
8: Well, depending on how petite the the blondes were, that may have gotten them into some trouble, which created some kind of something in Windows. Well, yeah, that there's tied problems. Into there's a, I
9: I perceive problems with a lot of these girls that were, generally speaking some of these and I'll call them whores are salespeople and they try to sell you on what they're offering. And if you're not buying, they sell, you know, I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, that was the difference between that reporter in that clip we had in the last show who says he went over to their place and, they, and the butler offered him a right. free massage All and right. was a happy ending. Right. And the guy wasn't going for it. If it was the girl, coming out to offering and she was doing her sales thing, which is some of these women can do. And many of them actually, no offense to the women sales folk out there, but a lot of these girls go into sales and do quite well for themselves because they can sell, which is all it takes. Uh, and there's a zephyr.
8: finally, by the way. Thank it's moving slow. It's you know, if I want to know about trains or hookers, I call John C. Dvorak. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, I could go on with
9: these stories. Yes. I'll, I'll let it slide. But that, just the point is, it's possible that something bad
8: happened. Well, people die around this software and the knowledge of it. And, uh, and you yep. know, this, uh, in these circles when these things are taking place, all kinds of bad stuff happens. In fact, uh, now. Well, let's just listen to it. This was on uh, yeah. Australian, I think this was the morning show. They had a guest on from the U.S. and he was talking about uh, the Epstein case. And, uh, of
2: course, at the, mo- at the the moment supreme... So have Epstein's secrets died with him now or are we going to learn a lot more about all those rich, powerful, and
10: famous people that allegedly had girls procured for them by Epstein? Hopefully we, we learn what was going yeah. on, there. the... Uh, with that, the the, uh, prosecution is not dead because one of the charges against Jeffrey Epstein was a conspiracy charge and that's significant because it it means that other people were involved. So we know that other people were due to be charged they just haven't been charged yet but with the names that you're starting to see thrown around in these things, the former uh, high officials in the Clinton administration you're talking about names in the royal family all kinds of names have been thrown around and we're just scratching the surface of documents that are uh, the, uh, the surface of the documents that are available now.
9: So is there a chance that we do learn the truth,
10: but it's so outrageous that nobody actually believes it? You know, I, I was asked that question a number of times today, and it just remains to be seen what the resolve is of prosecutors. And the you know, it may not be a prosecutor that finds out the truth; it may be some intrepid reporter, broadcaster, uh, uh, who you know, takes it into the, the the bit into their into their mouth and runs with it, and, and finds and it is determined for after years and years to find out what the truth is. But I think that the, the truth is, oh. at its core, probably something. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, um, <laughs> uh oh! Oh. Well.
8: Obviously, people are on to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am
6: through the looking glass. My <laughs>
4: reputation. With you, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah.
8: So the minute the guy says, "Here's the truth. Here's what's going on," they pull the satellite plug. Perfect. It just builds and builds and builds. Now. So many That's cool, so many cool characters are coming out of the woodwork. Judith Miller, do you remember Judith Miller? Oh no, who can forget Judith?
0: See, this is what I've been getting at. I sent them a fucking, I sent that story about promise to them. By the way, I don't want them to kill me, but it wasn't like I came up with it. The guys at True News were like talking about it. They told me all about how it's a podcast. How uh, Robert Maxwell was selling promise, and I was like, "Wait, that's that's what R- Michael Rupert used to talk about all the time." It's like the way they did nine eleven. They overrode FAA and NORAD through the back door of promise, and so it's interesting now that Judith Miller is going to come into the story too. I just keep thinking, what if the Epstein scandal really was about nine eleven somehow? I mean, it sounds far-fetched, but you already have Ronald Lauder connected to Jeffrey Epstein. And Ronald Lauder was one of the main 9-11 architects, according to like some cognizant investigators who have surmised that much. And uh, I'm likely to believe that, because he helped privatize the World Trade Center. And that was the beginning of the whole process that led to them blowing it up from the inside. Um, and Ronald Lauder was connected to Epstein. Maybe, well, they suggested in the other show that they gave him the um, passport. Well, I don't know if it was conclusive, but it was suggested. I mean, so actually I don't know anything, And and it's like there's just like that's the thing about a lot of these stories, even if they sound true, I'm like, wait a minute, I don't really have any evidence for this, do I? But it's really just like other people's testimony that kind of starts to make sense, and I think if you look into it like, there may be some truth, but I think this is all speculation at this point, for me anyway, but to see Judith Miller come back, oh, I'm interested, what does she have to say? Because she's totally associated with the neocons. Absolutely. Scooter Libby?
8: Miller, Miller is spook who, dude, who took us inspired. into Iraq. She basically got us into Iraq, into the war, uh, in part thanks to her reporting on Iraq's uh, weapons of mass destruction, uh, both before and after the 2003 invasion, which later we discovered uh, oh, it was uh, inactive.
0: Although, as she clarified in an interview, uh, she, she did quote unnamed official sources. So, I think she was insisting or essentially defending her right to publish unnamed official sources or whatever and let the reader decide whether or not those sources could be trusted. Although, the debate, I think, even in the interview, was maybe she didn't cast enough criticism or suspicion or skepticism upon those sources. But I think she defended that she did. And I would like to read the, ori- the original article. I remember reading them, though, and they left me with the impression that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. But And I remember that really had an effect upon me, and I was a pacifist, too. And I was like, oh, well, maybe the hawks, you know, need to go in there and kick some ass. And to find out it was false was just like, couldn't help but feel hoaxed. Imagine if you had lost your life over there for a lie. Or your legs. Secret information came from the
8: intelligence community, so she's a spook, and she's not. And I don't understand why anyone would want her on their uh, media property, but I guess when Tucker Carlson's out and you have Mark Stein in, who I like as a commentator, I think he's really poor as a host. He can barely get a sentence out without stammering and stuttering, and it's just—he's no good. Uh, But she said something quite remarkable. Uh, One of those as
6: in the truth wants to come out. My point is, this guy is at the preliminary stage. All the United States government had to do was keep him alive until the trial. And it's brazen. If you were writing a thriller, you wouldn't put in anything this obvious where he just gets whacked uh, before, (laughs) before the trial. It's brazen either in its incompetence Or in its cynicism and corruption, and the American people seem to be leaning towards the latter one of those explanations.
11: I know that people love to embrace conspiracy theories, Mark, but I really think we have to wait until all of the facts are in. And the facts, by the way, are changing a lot.
4: yeah. know
8: some things about. (laughs) The facts are changing a lot. Okay. You would know how that works, Judith (laughs) Miller. Ouch. The facts are changing. That's pretty interesting. Is that the full <laughs> clip? That's, not, that's not how a reporter does work. The
0: facts are changing a lot. Yep. Anyway, we all know it's basically
8: that uh, Trump it. is to blame for everything. Trump! Trump's fault. Hey, uh, Trump! On the Trump rotation, trumprotation.com, yeah. do we have conspiracy theorists now listed? I don't know where that fits in. Within hours
11: of Jeffrey Epstein's (laughs) apparent suicide, President Trump was retweeting a conspiracy theory linking Bill Clinton to his death. It was immediately picked up by Russian state media going viral. A Clinton spokesperson calling the tweet ridiculous and of course not true, but a top Trump advisor defending it. I think the president just wants everything to be investigated. For the president, seizing on a conspiracy theory is part of a pattern. He launched his political career with the false birther claim against President Obama.
13: He may not have been born in this country.
11: In 2016, there was a the bizarre claim okay. that Republican rival Ted Cruz's father had been involved in the Kennedy assassination. There's a picture of Hart Jim and crazy Lee Harvey Oswald having breakfast. And after the election of the first <laughs> time, millions in California had voted illegally for Hillary Clinton. The same person three oh, times. You probably heard about that. Other examples? That Justice Scalia may have been murdered, that vaccines (laughs) cause autism, (laughs) having breakfast, and after the election, the false charge that millions in California had voted illegally for Hillary Clinton. The same person votes many times. you probably heard about that. Other examples... That Justice Scalia may have been murdered, that vaccines cause autism, or thousands of
4: Muslims celebrated in
11: Jersey City on 9-11, but tying Bill Clinton to Epstein's death reached a new level.
6: Certainly, uh, to accuse, even by implication, a
10: predecessor of a murder conspiracy puts us in a whole different realm of of reality. Clinton and Trump
11: had both known Epstein and Trump critics countered by blaming Mr Trump online for Epstein's death. Marco Rubio chided both sides for spreading conspiracies, but no one did it with as big a (laughs) a megaphone as the president.
8: So the message went out to all ships at sea, okay, we gotta label this guy as a conspiracy theorist that note noted. Definitely sparked that with his retweet of the video, which was a a funny joke about the Clinton body count. Uh, But NPR got down in the weeds and got some experts in and and let's talk about this conspiracy. What is? How how does this work? I I,
9: I will say, I'm looking at the list. I will have to put it on the list as fifty number 56, moving the criminal ones up by one, but I'll uh, put it at the end. okay? It, it's definitely because of this birther and all the rest of it. She, she did a good run down there. If, if you're going to make somebody look like a conspiracy, they can do that to anybody, by the way. Well, Just take a bunch of discrepant stuff and package it in such a way that you can say it's all one thing. And I, I, I'm in. I think it should, should be on
8: the list. Uh, and they took the same the same packaging and did it everywhere. And I, But I thought NPR was... Uh, did a- they their marching orders. Yes. <laughs> when President Trump actually believes the conspiracies he
3: highlights is also unbearable. He's often employed conspiracy theories to... Be- his adversaries. Kurt Anderson, who wrote the book Fantasyland, How America Went Haywire, says when a bad thing happens, it's easy to blame it on some secret cabal. So if you're Donald
1: Trump, my enemies, the Clintons, did this. If you are somebody who believes that Donald Trump is in league with the Russians, then of course you think, oh no, the Russians did this.
3: But people don't need a partisan motivation to come up with a uh-huh. conspiracy theory. Consider such discredited claims as that vaccines cause autism... That 9-11 was an inside job, that the Sandy Hook School shooting was a hoax. People genuinely believe these things, and that may trouble those who take logic or evidence seriously. Reverend Albert Moeller, president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, felt the need on his podcast to explain why conspiracy theories take hold. We as human beings do not like unanswered moral
9: questions.
4: Uh. We want to know
3: who did it. We want to know...
0: They always say the same thing. It's so rote.
3: How it was done. Mm. All the more so, Muller said, when an event is associated mm. with some strange coincidences. Mm. We're looking for a pattern. Our intelligence given to us by God is a pattern-seeking intelligence. What? And a conspiracy theory can offer a pattern. Joe Uzinski at the University uh-huh. of Miami has studied conspiracy theories.
0: Oh, my God, these people are relentlessly stupid.
3: He says people also see conspiracies even when there are no coincidences to explain. Yeah, people. people see conspiracies when they see facts together that indicate a pattern. Ooh, they must be sick in the head.
0: Maybe they're not stupid, maybe they are calculating, but it's not a good calculation, it's not a good psyop.
8: I'm like, okay, they're going to talk about me now, but nah. It doesn't matter, because people can take whatever they want and turn it into
3: whatever they want. He cites the example of Supreme Court Justice Scalia dying in bed. Some conspiracy thinkers suggested he was smothered simply because there was a pillow by his
8: head. Wait, wasn't there a pillow on his head? (laughs) <laughs> oh. I remember. I remembered specifically that the pillow was on his head. No. Shh.
3: Anyway, you know, everybody has a pillow near their head <laughs> when they're sleeping. That's not strong evidence of anything,
4: but to <laughs> them, that was very
3: strong evidence. Kuzinski says his research suggests that people who ascribe to conspiracy theories are often those who feel they're under threat or out of power or somehow left on the or outside. So connecting the do- <laughs> or
8: just podcasters. Docs or live in their satisfied. mom's basement. Oh, this is the important part here. Sorry. Oh, let's go back. <laughs> yeah, I love this head. You know, everybody has a pillow near their
3: head when they're sleeping. That's not strong evidence of anything but to them. That was very strong evidence. Usinski says his research suggests that people who ascribe to conspiracy theories are often those who feel they're under threat or out of power or somehow left on the outside. So connecting the dots may satisfy an emotional or intellectual need. Kurt Anderson says it can also be fun.
1: Look at this. This person was here at this time. And and look, it it connects to this. That is part of the pleasure of puzzles, of detective fiction, of thrillers. It is a form
8: of entertainment. Well, not just the amazing Polly. Connecting the dots is everywhere. Here's Beto. Members of the press, what the... Hold on a second. You know,
13: uh, I, 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 it's, these, uh, it's these questions that you know the answers to. I mean, connect the dots about what he's been doing in this country. Connect the dots. Here's what I said. The dots. I said that we need the information. We need to connect the dots. And we got to drill down. We've got to connect the dots. Get the dots. Connect the dots. Do everything that I possibly can to help
11: uh, connect the dots. I said, we've got to connect the dots. I've always said, if... We connect the dots. I believe that
13: they should have to connect the dots if we're able yeah. My to connect the, connect the
4: and the dots. Yeah. Connect the dots. if the, the dots are connected, oh. uh, let's get
13: to the bottom. Uh. Yeah,
9: connect the dots, Maxine Waters. Get on the softball teams.
8: What? <laughs> That's something. I didn't get that one. <laughs> I did. And it even went all the way up to the circles of cnn international now democracy is under increasing threat from conspiracy theories from- now hold on Thank a you. second democracy is under serious threat from conspiracy theories how how do <laughs> we put that together connect the dots man
4: now democracy <laughs> is
8: under increasing
12: threat from conspiracy theories from fake news a war of misinformation online. And it's coming right from the top in many occasions. This weekend, President Trump retweeted
1: a conspiracy theory blaming the Clintons for the death of the multi-millionaire sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. There you go. It's, it's, it's hurting our
8: democracy. Well, this democracy under its is...
9: is- getting on my nerves. But the thing about this conspiracy thing where I think is an element kind of missing that it's just kind of this is kind of this in itself is a conspiracy theory. And we Uh, identified the fact that you have the same talking points from different outlets that are very discrepant. By the way, they're not like ABC, NBC. It's like it's different. mm -hmm. And you've picked on that. But what is what would be the real motivation to get people to think, oh, it's just conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, Oh, deep state, just a conspiracy theory. There's no deep state, and this is all eating away – if you look at the entire Trump rotation, it all eats away at the idea of draining the swamp and clearing the deep state, which is the bureaucratic technocracy that runs the country. It's the people that are always there, and they've created their own government, shadow government for all practical purposes, which runs everything. And then they obviously run the news media too nowadays by telling them what to do and what to say. Yes, which we've proven pretty much by this opening of this particular show.
8: Although we prove it week after week. Yeah, and you know, and I I would say. You know, there's a pretty good conspiracy theory right now that all these mass shootings, it's all because of Trump, Trump did it, they're using the same words, I mean, yeah, it's a manifesto that was uploaded by someone else a different time, but okay, we'll just look past that. It's just all, it's, you know, it's all, it's all Trump's, he can, he can actually mind control people. He can mind control people.
11: The attorney for a U.S. Army veteran charged with assaulting a 13-year-old Montana boy who refused to take off his hat during the national anthem says his client believes he was doing what President Trump wanted. Kurt Brockway's attorney, Lance Jasper, is quoted in the Missoulian saying the president's rhetoric influences client who got into a confrontation with a 13-year-old boy at the start of a county rodeo and slammed the teen into the ground, fracturing the boy's skull. Jasper says he will seek a mental health evaluation for
8: his client. Yes. So even his lawyer says he's nuts. But no, no, no. Trump, man. The president told him to do it. And that's, uh, and that, you know, the MSNBC, which I watch mainly during the day, I'll switch back to CNN, Is just so poor. And you, I'm surprised you're not completely insane. Well, maybe it's not the blue algae, maybe it's, uh, it's MSNBC that's giving me stomach issues. Mm. But Donnie Deutsch, you played a a clip from his show. He has a Saturday night show now. Yeah, he's completely out of control. I got to play this clip. He is, he is, he's just (laughs) off the rails. Enough is enough, and I want want to talk to the white people out
13: there, okay? Pay attention, John. Mm -hmm. White people. I want to talk to wealthy white people, because I've had it. I've had discussions when I talk to friends, people I know. He's good for the economy, but he's good for the economy. They're all jerks anyway. No. (laughs) Are these his friends? (laughs) <laughs> what kind of
8: friends? Hey, Tony, he's good for the economy. Tony, don't give Trump a hard time.
13: Tony, it's good for the economy. <laughs> he's just I had, saying things. I've had discussions when I talk I think maybe his, uh, his good friend is Chris Cuomo. Hey, don't call me Fredo. Friends, people I know. <laughs>
5: it's good for the economy.
13: He's good for the economy. They're all jerks anyway. No. No, it's time. By the way, if you're somebody who's poor and you believe Donald Trump is going to get you a job, maybe you don't have the luxury of a moral imperative. Okay, but everybody else, shame on you at this point. Enough. Oops. This is where you stand up, and if you don't, you own it. And I talked about this oh, yesterday. God, if you this are way. no different than if you were on a subway train and you saw four white nationalists screaming oh. and an African
5: American woman, "Go
13: home, go back where you came from." If you vote for Trump, it's not like
9: this is have my business.
13: And own it. No more, he's good for the economy. No more, well, they're all jerks. He just says these things.
0: We are heading to such a dangerous place. Oh, shut up, guess you. What? you look at history. Do I, can do I have to guess? Yeah, guess.
1: <laughs> what do you think? What do you think the dangerous place is? Where are we going with this dangerous place? Hitler. Let me think. Uh, if I have to guess, he asked me to guess.
13: I really don't know. No more, well, they're all jerks. He just says these things. We are heading to such a dangerous place And guess what You look at history, it can happen here Maybe it's the Jews next Oh, 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 I forgot His daughter's married to a Jew Who says? Who says? You know, I come from a a place I come from a That's a good conspiracy theory Kushner's not a Jew Who says Kushner's a Jew? (laughs) Maybe it's the Jews next Oh, 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 I forgot His daughter's married to a Jew
0: Who says?
13: Who says? You know, I come from a a place
0: I come from group of people, wow. Wow. where it happened to, 6 million of them. No, he says there's an expectation. Trump is that person. But every playbook that's happening, every single playbook, creating the other,
13: getting rich people to look the other way, getting... To not trust the press, getting the judicial system in your pocket, yeah. the entire branch of government,
12: the legislative branch, to yeah, yeah, the yeah. Republicans to just march with you. Sounds like Hitler to me. <laughs> uh, law, to say that you're going to put your in jail. She, uh, you? and now, hey, you dark person, if you don't like bleh. it here, go back from
13: where you came. Hey, darky. Time for us to
0: time for That's white exactly said, who not, not. Shut true. up, bitch. Pocketbook, go in and look at your children. And shut you up. Are.
4: <laughs> oh, Donnie, this guy. Yeah, he's... Why, what
0: is wrong with MSNBC? Everything. Cuz paid by the Jews, right? Just everything, man. everything. You, know, you, you could... I, I could just sit
8: with MSNBC and clip all day. All day. Here, Joy Reid. Ugh. Now, oh, this guy. This guy is a really interesting dude. He's been... He's a... a What's his name? Um, Ely Mistol? Ely Mistol? Black guy, crazy fro it's almost white and the really, oh uh, really poorly fitting jacket suit jacket really <laughs> not a good look no, it's, he's, he's all about the hate I've doubled and To try to beat that But I mean
12: the thing is Is it the question And I'll throw it all to the kid: How do you communicate that To people who are drugged by it Right, they're already dr- Anesthetized by it Anybody but Throw they, it at they,
13: them look, I, I've had people call on my show In the past Who are Trump supporters Who are white Who bluntly said He makes me feel better To be white again He makes me feel better About myself as a white person yep. They've literally said that And they're like I'm not racist He makes me feel good
4: About, about being, being white, white and Okay layer. We are victims. He speaks the victim of language. So for them, we look at it as pathetic. What? They look at it as a, as a champion. Well, yeah. Now this is really quite interesting. This is the biggest
13: crack of crap ever. They're making this up. With language yeah. We look at it as pathetic. They yeah. look at it as a, as a champion. Yeah. You don't communicate it to them. You beat them. You beat them.
6: They are not a majority of this country. The majority of white people in this country are not a majority of the country. And and all the people who are not fooled by this need to come together, go to the polls, go to the protests, do whatever you have to do. You do not negotiate with these people, you destroy them. And and by the way, uh, the
13: black man said beat them in a poll, in in an election. Don't come for the black man, he said beat them in a
8: poll. So racist. The whole thing from beginning
0: to end is just racist. Destroy them. So this, it's, 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 the, the, the MBS, NBC should be ashamed of itself for putting this stuff on the air. Nobody listens to it. I do,
8: except you. <laughs> they have ratings. They have some ratings. Yeah, they only read the beginning. Whatever you have to, to them, you beat them.
13: And we look at it as pathetic. What? They look at it as a, as a champion.
8: Yeah. Well, yeah. Now
9: this is really quite interesting. This is the biggest crock of crap ever. They're making this up.
4: Language. Uh, uh, so for yeah.
13: them, we look at it as pathetic. They yeah. look at it as a, as a champion. Yeah. You don't communicate it to them. You beat them. They are not a majority of this country. The
6: majority of white people in this country are not a majority of the country. And, and all the people who are not fooled by this need to come together, go to the polls, go to the protests, do whatever you have to do. You do not negotiate with these people. You destroy them. And, and by the
12: way, uh, the black man said beat them meaning in a poll, in, in a, an election. Yeah,
8: so don't come for the black man. He said beat them in oh. a oh. So racist. The whole thing from beginning to end is just racist. This just, unsipp- the the, the MBS, NBC
9: should be ashamed of itself for putting this stuff on the air. Nobody listens to it. I do. Except you. <laughs> they have ratings. They have some ratings. Yeah, the only reason they even have the asterisk is because it's one guy. <laughs> it's <you know>? me. <laughs> oh, boy. I did yeah, want to... The asterisk refers to uh Ratings.
8: Yes, you, so don't you have enough to get yeah, if you, a one. If you have no ratings, then, uh... You can get... Zero. <laughs> you can
4: get some or, or viewers to get the asterisk. You can get
8: 0.1. Yeah. That's the below lowest. below that's the asterisk. Yes. Yeah, below that's the asterisk, is what we call it. That means one guy's watching <laughs> gets you. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, there's a little bit of information coming out about all these shooters, um... And we have no idea what's true or not. You know, you just don't know at this point anymore. But Bill Barr, and I think I played a piece of this uh, two shows ago. Where, you know, he's a bitching about encryption again. This is this used to be Comey's job, and then Brennan bitched about it. Now Bill Barr is like, ah, oh, all,
9: all everybody in the Justice Department says. I was first in my first computer. Uh, oriented
4: radio show, and I remember even before that, in the <laughs> writing for Info World, and that would be in the late
9: '70s, early '80s. This was a topic of conversation, that, and then the Clipper chip click came along. Oh yeah, and that was going to close the deal, and that that was a flop. Yeah, these guys—they just do anything they can to, so they can just
8: listen in on everything. Yeah, and so the the drive is the same. The idea is, hey. It's okay if you want to have end-to-end encryption. It's okay. It's just we got to be able to look into your shit if we want to. That's just the way it goes. And And what's the point of the encryption? Yeah, but we can't have that in a a democracy. You
3: can't have that.
8: It's because you have to have law enforcement. This is the problem with Bitcoin. You know, we can't turn off your bank account. That's a problem. We can't have that. So Barr makes an interest. I, I, I had only seen the clip and I went back and watched the whole half-hour speech and it's filled. Ah, God, we're all going to die of this encryption if we don't figure this out. I think that have to legislate it. And this is two and a half weeks ago.
6: We think our tech sector has the ingenuity to develop effective ways to provide secure encryption while also providing secure legal access. Some good minds have already started to focus on this, and some promising ideas are emerging. Listen to the promising ideas. Our colleagues at the United Kingdom's GCHQ have proposed virtual alligator clips
4: No, oh,
8: virtual
6: alligator clips mm. which allow a <laughs> no. provider to respond to a warrant by adding a silent law enforcement recipient to an otherwise secure chat sounds perfectly okay to me Ray Ozzie has tabled a proposal for exceptional access keys for locked encrypted phones so that they can be unlocked pursuant to a warrant is Ozzie still with Microsoft? Ray
9: no, Ozzy's, I think, I don't know what Ozzy's doing. He's the guy who did Lotus Notes, for anyone who doesn't
8: remember that. Believe <laughs> no. yes. me, we remember. I'm <laughs> replicating. <laughs> I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> replicating the Lotus Notes database. Yes. Let's see, what is he doing right now? Um. Yeah, it was at Microsoft between 2005 and 2010. And currently he is... Yeah, once he left, the stock skyrocketed. Isn't he still the chief software architect? I guess not. I doubt it. No. Oh, he's, he's on the board of directors at uh, HP. Oh, well, there you go. That's where he belongs. And he joined the board of SafeCast in 2017. What is SafeCast? Some um, that's probably not safe
6: <laughs> we continue with some of these great ideas and matt tate
4: has
7: proposed
6: layered cryptographic envelopes to allow lawful access to encrypted data at risk on disks or other storage
8: i would say layered encrypted envelopes is the way to go it just sounds beautiful uh, bill layer
13: encrypted
8: layer encrypted encrypted envelopes okay now but wait He's about to make an interesting prognostication did
4: that had raised like, or other storage devices i think it is prudent to anticipate that a major incident may well occur at any time that will galvanize public opinion on these issues oh. so they they there
8: was a, a a brief moment in time where i think it was the dayton shooter they couldn't get into his phone and they were trying to launch this story, and it just failed. But you know, I just find it interesting, you guys. Say, hey, it could happen at any
6: time. Galvanize public opinion on these issues. No, at- huh? Oh, it's full of
9: crap. You know, I don't want to stop the clip. Yeah, but I want to say this: this is not about public safety or anything like that. It, it, When you really start boiling it down, this is about spying on financial transactions so you can benefit. All of this stuff has always really been about spying on financial
8: transactions. That's what you want to do. Which is exactly what the Promise software did. Yeah, exactly.
9: In, you're like an insider now you're just watching the you know,
10: negotiations running. go on from from afar and then you can make your investment decisions this is not
9: about protecting but again if these guys they got nsa listening in on
0: everything they've got all this stuff go- oh, i was so eager to go front running front running i know what it means front running front running everybody is that it And they'd have to process everything in real time. Or... Well, yeah, if they could like, predict things from certain sources. Oh, I'm sick. hope I don't puke. I've been fucking trying to hold it down for a bit here. Because I felt really good today. Sometimes I feel a little delusional, but I have like a lot of joy in my life. I mean, even if it's even if it is just me enjoying talking to a bunch of fucking street people, you know, all the time, or hobos, or like wisdom seekers, or hippies. <coughs> as long as I'm having a pretty good time about it. I mean, I don't think it's bad. And I do. Sometimes I'm like a little bit like, oh, if I drank the Kool-Aid or whatever. And I have, but I mean, there's wonders of the world. I mean, solar power, for example. like It's not a definite, but if my buddy does come up with a solar panel and a laptop and a couple speakers or something, I mean, we'll be having a pretty good time out there. You know, making music. And, like, just chilling. That's the beginning of a good party. Even if it's pre-recorded. I, I told him, you'll be the first DJ. That's for, sh- that's for real, dude. Like, you can be the first DJ. If he brings a solar. fuck yeah. Not even going to limit him, ever. I don't even have to play my own playlist. Ugh. <laughs> Stay standing because I don't want to puke, but I'm also cold. Oh, I don't. Looking forward to watching some of my videos I downloaded from like a few years ago. Is it narcissism? Or just to check on the quality of the work. I don't know, you know, and like I mean some of my work I don't think is very good. Some of it I think is pretty damn good. Um, I guess it is narcissism. Is it possible to enjoy your own work without being called a narcissist? All right, you know what? I'm going to talk to you later. Bye.
4: Good morning,
0: Malaysia. This must be Robin Williams joke. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Dead care? Yeah, dead care. Maybe. How did he die? Who knows? Oh, maybe I could cut my toenails. Or I could just, like, leave him as is. Not that long. Well, yesterday I enjoyed a coffee. Today I won't be doing the same thing. Although I might go buy myself a coffee at the... Uh, Health food store. It's like three fifty. It's like three times as expensive as McDonald's, and I get like half as much. And it's cold, but it's made out of almond milk, and that's really the best thing I can buy. There's other coffees I can buy that are like two fifty, maybe. But they, the funny thing is, is I really got used to almond milk. So now when I drink the other uh, cow's milk in a can, it just does not taste very good at all cows milk in a can with sugar and coffee. Mm, not so good. Oh, so I had a more cost-effective way to do it. It was like to do a cold brew of coffee which you can get at mm. a particular location. Mm. I fought it so hard it shook my pants. I fought it so hard it made me want to dance. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, I did that. Maybe I'll do that again. Get the cold brew coffee. Costs like five dollars. You get a bag. And then if I buy the water too, it's a dollar dollar fifty. And then each one of those, so for about two dollars I get like a lot of coffee. Which will last like two days. And then I get an almond milk. Which lasts about one day, but I enjoy the whole thing, but if I would have the same amount for like four dollars, I would have like almost like four times as much probably. Which Oh, that's a great idea for the uh the festival. Uh, oh and that's a great idea too. I'll make beverage and they'll sell it. So hey, you want a coffee? Coffee. It's only two dollars. Yeah, I'll sell it at the fucking place. Although, on the other hand, maybe I'll trade it, too. Because it could be a potluck, so. That's what I have to make. Yeah, that's a good idea. I fought it so hard, it ruined my pants. fought it so hard, it made me wanna dance. I don't know if that's going to happen this time, though, because I'm going to be out of money on that day. Unless I buy it now. Which I could do. And then I could go to Davenport the night before and um, prep the water. I mean, that's actually a really good idea. Like, I've been thinking that for a long time, like, I don't even know if it's legal to buy food on food stamps and then sell it afterwards. Wait. I know I'm not allowed to sell the food stamps. But, okay, if I'm not allowed to sell it, then I can trade it. Or I can give it, and then someone else can give me something, right? It's a gift. I've been wanting to do that for a long-ass time. Uh, is make some economical foodstuffs and then have a place to sell it, or to sell it. I thought about making some kind of pastries or something. That would be cool too, like energy bars. can make them out of peanut butter or something. Coconut. But I wouldn't put any magic substance in them because I just don't deal with that stuff. Uh, It seems like everything is CBD-infused. nowadays. Everything's fucking got marijuana. It seems like... That would be somebody else's game. I don't know. The thing about this festival idea is, like, yeah, if other people want to start doing that stuff, well, I'm not really going to be able to stop them. But if they follow me, like... I'm going to want to, you know, do it sort of my way, which is like not like that. And so maybe they'll just fall off right away if they want to do drugs all the time, which is probably true. But I hope the allure will be just the whole causative power of formation, which is what I think I'll bring, bringing a lot of people together and stuff. And I'm, I'm optimistic already. So i got $4 in my bag, which is what I need to get there. And it's about a week from now. I mean, what I need to get there and get back, I think. I don't even know where that route is, but... I don't know. We'll see, you know. I I like my idea, though. I'm like And, like, I'm already starting to plan, like, the next shows in my head. But I also, uh... <sighs> I don't want to think too much. Because like, I don't know. I don't want to go on tour. I want to go on loops. And then, like, I was thinking the next likely spot to play would be up in the hills. Bonnie Dune or Felton, maybe. Maybe we will, but, like, I want to do it, like, every week, like, or so. I want to do it every Saturday. <laughs> maybe. And, um, so it doesn't quite make sense to just go to the next town, like, the next night. Maybe, though. Maybe. You know, it's totally possible, but, um, I don't know. You know, I got to think a lot about food too, and whether or not can have enough food and stuff. And you know, I need mental space and physical opportunities. Um. Maybe I should do myself a favor and roll up that sleeping bag again, because I found it again. I'm trying to think where I'll store it, though. I mean, it's almost good as is. It's just over there, but it's laying out, so I'm like, um, I should stash it better. Somebody's stuff is just like, it was, somebody's stuff, now it's mine again. because people come and go. Actually, we're just about to hit the weekend, so it's going to get crowded around here again. Uh, 9.35. I don't want to be hanging around here like all morning like I usually do. In fact, I might skip the Proverbs. How about I read like one of them and just think about it. day is August 16th. The plan, 2019, the plans of the heart belong to man. But the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Hey, sounds like my life. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. Aha! Yeah, I'm trying to help people, aren't I? I want to play music. I want everybody to be happy, too. I mean, I know that's not possible all the time, but in this little, you know, entreaty and/or this endeavor, I want people to have a good time and, you know, make memories, have joy. The Lord has made everything for His purpose, even the wicked, for the day of
8: trouble. Oh, never thought of that.
0: <clears throat> for the day of trouble. Everyone who is arrogant in the heart is an abomination to the Lord. Be assured, he will not go unpunished. It could be me. By steadfast love and faithfulness, iniquity is atoned for. And by the fear of the Lord, one turns away from evil. (sighs) When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. Boy, isn't that how I feel. Girl. Girl. the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. An oracle is on the lips of a king. His mouth does not sin in judgment. An oracle is on the lips of a king. His mouth does not sin in judgment. An oracle is on the lips of a king. A just balance and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are his work. <coughs> It is an abomination to kings to do evil, for the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of a king, and he loves him who speaks what is right. A king's wrath is a messenger of death, and a wise man will appease it. In the light of a king's face there is life, and his favor is like the clouds that bring the spring rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold. To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. The highway of the upright turns aside from evil. Whoever guards his way preserves his life. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. It is better to be of a lowly spirit with the poor than to divide the spoil with the proud. Whoever gives thought to the word will discover good, and blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. The wise of heart is called discerning, I'm thinking of my friend, and sweetness of speech increases persuasiveness. The wise of heart is called discerning, and sweetness of speech increases persuasiveness. Good sense is a fountain of life to him who has it, but the instruction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise makes his speech judicious and adds persuasiveness to his lips. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. The heart of the wise makes us and adds Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the body. There is a man that seems right there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. But its end is the way to death. Hmm. Hey maybe a worker's appetite works for him his mouth urges him on a worthless man plots evil and his speech is like a scorching fire a dishonest man spreads strife and a whisperer separates close friends who i hate those whispers sometimes they are the close friends friends a man of violence entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good Whoever winks his eyes plans dishonest things. Wink, wink. He who purses his lips brings evil to pass. Mm. Gray hair is a crown of glory and is gained in a righteous life. Gray hair is a crown of glory it is gained in a righteous life. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Gosh, isn't it? Maybe someday I'll have gray hair. Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he who rules his spirit, than he who takes a city. Ah, a lot is cast into the lap, but it, it's every decision is from the Lord. Well, oh, that was enjoyable. Thanks <coughs> again to it. Proverbs. I typed it. Oybe. I always say Oybe. I
4: don't know
0: why. You're here to learn to be Jewish or something. My, my, babe, my balls. I like the Yiddish. I mean, I like the the gentle Jews that I met that are fun and nice and smart. I don't dislike them at all. I like them as much as I like the Christians, if not more, sometimes. Maybe there's some compativeness once in a while and some gossipy stuff but amongst Christians typically there's idiocy and that would be the problem is like people who just
4: oh
6: God, God did it for me
0: and then just say stupid things but in many cases idiocy is not such a big deal but it just doesn't really satisfy not like Snickers. This podcast is brought to you by Snickers. Snickers really satisfies like BBD. Big black dicks matter. Black dicks matter. Yeah. So after those three shootings, which was like, where was it? Um, Gilroy, El Paso, Dayton. El Paso is suspicious. Dayton was done by a leftist. And Gilroy, who knows what happened? To it. They they changed the facts. Like who was saying change the facts? Facts change. Oh, Judith Miller saw, and the facts are changing. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I thought that was pointed out. Yeah. In these cases, we've got to pay attention to the facts, and the facts are changing. She wasn't talking about that, she was talking about Epstein, but that's funny because facts don't change. Facts, but they are in history as soon as they've happened. And determining what they were is difficult in some cases. And in in contested cases, especially where deception might have been used. (coughs) Yeah, detection is difficult, is it not? So, but the facts were changing in Gilroy. First they said that a cop shot the guy in the head, and then later the coroner ruled it self-inflicted. Why would they do that? Like, why would they change it? Why would they say that the cop shot him in the head and then changed their mind? Oh, it was self-inflicted. I mean, it's just suspicious. I think it's very suspicious. But then, shortly after those three shootings, which got the whole fucking Jewish media just in an uproar about, you know, telling Whitey he couldn't have guns anymore. And calling everyone a white supremacist, apparently. Then, uh, and by the way, they stopped releasing that one movie about liberals killing elite, so-called elite liberals. What a a fucking joke, dude! Trump said the Trump tweeted about that. He said these people are not actually elite. Because what is elite? They're like we're really good at living in cities. Yeah, yeah, they are, and I mean, they really are really good at living in cities, aren't they? And then people bring them food, and then they buy it with the money. So they're good at putting on shows, basically. I was having
4: a high time.
0: Blame, blame. Living the good life. Fake money. They might as well have fake money. Everybody would be fucking dancing for it anyway. I don't work for those people. But, like, I kind of wish I had some more food. But then I'm a Jew. As soon as you're giving me shrimp or something or fish, like, you're the fisherman and I'm the Jew. And I'm dancing for the money. I mean, I'm dancing for the fish. Which is going to be fucking awesome. I'll dance for the fish. Dun, dun. Dun 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 Do 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 do
6: do 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 do
0: That's got to be my number one song right there. I've got two songs that are bodily. That one, and then the other one. I farted so hard, it made my pants shake. I farted so hard, I made me want to dance. I farted so hard, it shook my pants. I farted so hard, it made me want to dance.
4: Uga booga, ooga, booga, ooga, booga.
0: uga booga, uga booga, ooga, booga. Yeah, I'm going to start dancing in my life. I used to dance so much when I was like 14. I've been kind of getting back into that mentality, like the whole young deadhead, happy hippie kid that I used to be. I don't care if I was effeminate. I mean, I do, because I look back on it and I'm like, man, I felt like such a fag and so weak. And like, I get sensitive like this guy was kind of making jokes about hippies yesterday at the recovery meeting and then he told his whole story and he said he followed the hippies advice and he had this like beautiful experience or this like this good confirming experience which was cool but when he was making fun of the hippie, I was feeling like sensitive about it um and I'm like that's just I just don't like I don't like people making fun of types of people but I mean I do it too. So I mean I make fun of wicked ass, fucking creepy ass re- reptilian triple want gangsta wannabe elite scumbags who frame white people and talk shit all the time. But <clears throat> they started it. Oi Oi vey oi 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 vey oi, oi oy oi oi Uh, I'm waiting for Twitter to die. I fucking hate that platform. I don't know if it's ever going to die, though. I'm trying to get up. I just... I want to go get that coffee, too. I mean I feel a little weird about coffee. Man, Drake. Uh. Um Man Drake. Man dude. I'm looking forward to using my new telephone number to text a lot of people I haven't been able to get a hold of yet. I don't know what I'm gonna do with that, but you know, i don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I wanna to go to this other festival tomorrow to invite people to my festival. But that's not exactly what I want to do. I also want to see how they organized it. And I also want to enjoy it, but I don't have any money to bring, so But it is a potluck, so I can um I can go follow the sign that told me what to bring if I'm a Gemini. Or an air symbol it tells me to bring a certain type of thing. So if I do that, at least I've brought something. And uh, maybe, who knows, maybe I'll come across some more money by then. It's possible. And if it's horrible, I'll just turn away. Oh, is the sun coming up? so hard it shook my pants. I farted so hard it made me want to dance. (coughs) Um... I'm not in a huge rush to do anything, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm optimistic. Like, actually, I'm really happy about the future. Like, I want to do this thing. And then I just want to keep doing things like this. Like, I don't really want to change at all. Although, my next payment is like my last payment on food stamps. So, I don't know. I'm going to have to like either get food stamps again, which might not work here. Or... Not give me welfare, maybe they'll give me food stamps. I don't know what they'll do. I think they'll give me food stamps though. Maybe, maybe not. I might have to go in there. Like, I might be able to claim disability. On the other hand. That's the thing about me and my disability. It's like the more I drink coffee, the worse it gets. <clears throat> if I don't drink coffee, I can't stay awake. But that's kind of why I think if I lose my food stamps, I think I should just like not have food stamps. And I should just do the Christian thing. And like if I really want to get coffee, like sometimes I'll get a McDonald's coffee or something. Every once in a while if I get a dollar or whatever. But then I won't really be like drinking coffee all the time ruining my ass and I'll just live like a super simple life and then if I need to if I need to make any more money I'll just have to hustle and get it somehow <coughs> oh I think we're finally getting a recession um I mean I feel like I've been watching this count for so long like four months ago and what what's four or five months ago, almost six months ago in Florida reading Bloomberg business week, they were talking about the inverted bond yield curve. And then it's like, they're breaking that news again, like in the mainstream papers, like oh, Oh, the inverted bond yield. Like, it's Oh, this always happens right before a recession. I'm like, yeah, that's, they said that six months ago. And, um, now the front page said the Dow dropped 800 points. Like it was a big deal like, oh, my God. I mean, I guess they're saying it's a big deal now, so. I mean, if they wreck the economy and how, who knows? I think it's just they ran out of, like, suckers to buy their new IPOs. I mean, that's really. So now they're going to go. <coughs> they're going to crash their fucking property prices, probably. And then everybody's going to be, like, struggling or underwater on more debt than they fucking have value in their home. Then clients are going to stop, start drying up, and because construction is going to be down, and it's going to have this rippling effect, and people are going to lose all their clients, and then maybe they're going to struggle to make their bills, and then if they can't, they won't be able to sell out at the worst of it because they're going to be fucked. And um, I was kind of thinking about this friend of mine, like if he had been more attentive to me and if he had shown me more respect, I might have told him this earlier, but. I was like consciously thinking to myself, nah. You know, I mean, you don't show me respect, like why why am I gonna show you respect? I like I wanna see what happens to you, like when you have to try to juggle all this whole new world that's gonna come your way. But at the same time, he's got this kind of luck about him where he's like has a resilience and but um I don't know, know, because it's like I mean, after all I live in the sand. You know, it's like, I don't really care that much about people. Like, I mean, they could do a lot more to get humble. They could do a lot more to be righteous. And they don't. So maybe their net effect upon society is actually not so hot. You never know. It depends on how you calculate it. I'm not really sure, like, why I'm such a dick. But I also didn't want to go yelling around to them anyway, like, oh, the economy's going to crash, the economy's going to crash. I mean, besides, if you don't know that, then, you know, why the fuck did you buy a house? I mean, I told you that, like, 10 years ago, like, it was going to be that way. Like, I mean, we watched it happen right in front of us. The whole fucking economy got wrecked, I guess, and then, like, everybody fucking lost their shit. So I started planning accordingly, but not that... You know, I I just live a different life. But I was never, never gonna get a thirty year mortgage in a job. I mean that was just it just the more I learn about it, the more I'm like, this is ridiculous, no. No way. I mean people save their whole fucking lives and then it all gets fucked up in a bad recession, that's fucking retarded. Like who would like willfully go into that? Maybe except for a fool, honestly. What a fucking hustle. So, I'm kind of almost wondering. I mean, I'm almost eager just to see if it's going to
10: happen. Oh, not this.
0: Let's see. if I wear this? That looks good. Stinky ass thing. Or. Oh my god. That is a raunchy stench. That's amazing. Amazingly raunchy. No wonder everybody thinks I stink. I stink really bad. And why do I stink so bad when maybe it's the coffee? I
6: farted so
0: hard it. I farted so hard it shook my pants. I farted so hard it made me want to dance. (laughs) Ugh Thank
4: My
6: I started so hard it broke my time.
0: Regular price, four bucks, four bucks. Regular price, four bucks. Regular price, four bucks, four bucks. Regular price, four bucks. Regular price, four bucks, four bucks. Regular price, four bucks. Let's see if there's anything left in here. Cookies. Cookies wise. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch. Um, well, I could save them for later. I farted, pretty hard, and I farted 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 pretty hard And I shook my pretty it. And I farted pretty hard, and I shook my pretty hard it. Whoops Oh.. shit Now if they go over there, they're gonna see my shoes No, I put it right here I don't know what I'm doing, I'm making a mess around my fucking place ...someone's gonna notice or something I farted pretty hard and 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 I farted pretty hard. Farted pretty hard and it sparted in my fart. Farted pretty hard and it sparted in my heart. Farted pretty hard and it sparted in my heart and I farted in my sparted and it farted in my heart and I farted pretty hard and it sparted in my fart. And I farted pretty hard and it sparted in my heart and I farted pretty farted and I sparted in my fart. And I farted pretty hard and it splarted in my pants. And I farted pretty hard and it flirted in my pants. Flarted in my pants and splarted in, in my pants and flirted in my pants. And I flirted in my pants and I flirted in my pants. Flirt- yeah, that's sleeping bag. Fuck. I want to hide it, but it's like, it's kind of already pretty good. Yeah, someone might come along and take it, though. I mean, it's not good. It's not really that good. I farted pretty hard and I farted in my spart. But what am I going to do with it? Um, well, let's figure it out because it's pretty good. Gosh, someone put it down in the mud. What an idiot. Fucking retarded. And I farted pretty hard and I sparted in it hard. This is like all muddy. Whose idea of a good idea was this?
4: Man. Why the fuck did they do it like that?
0: Mildewed, so I'm gonna try to get it to dry out. It's still a good sleeping bag, but it needs to get that mildew off of it. Oh, it just stinks and it's funky. I don't want to roll it up right now. Am I just always teaching? And what would my life be like if I just stopped talking? I mean, would I learn more? I mean, I, I feel like I learn a lot too, so and then I constantly like deliver it when I learn it. A lot of it seems sort of, like, inconsequential, like, to the long run or whatever, but, you know, it depends, you know, on which which topics you find to be most relevant. Like, I was just thinking about Jude, Judith Miller, but I learned that from a different podcast. I was like, the facts are changing. It's just funny, because she's, like, such a defamed so-called journalist. I mean, I don't necessarily think she's the worst, honestly. I mean, I think that she was at the middle of what was considered a scandal that people still refer to, but (coughs) it just makes me realize, you know, well, I don't even want to say that New York Times is, is garbage, but that New York Times is absolute, complete garbage that no one should ever trust, ever. Yeah, I could use a new sweater. This one's kind of tight and funky. Dirty. I found it the other day. But I threw out all my clothes the other day. All my old clothes because they're just heavy. I, don't know, I think people took them, I'm guessing. Maybe not, though. I'm not here anymore. So i either to throw them in the garbage or pick them up. I just wish, like, if I had, like, $20 a month, I could, like, wash my damn clothes. And I would always have clean clothes. But, you know, it isn't what it is. Anyway. That'd be nice. But I can get by without it, you know. Just like I might smell better, but... Like, I'm going to probably go get another shirt today. I think if I get two shirts a week, like, I'm doing pretty good. But, um, yeah, who knows? good mood. I'm glad it's foggy, honestly. Strangely enough, like, I got really depressed the last time it was foggy, and then we had, like, four or five days, almost, of, like, good weather, and, like, it would, I'd wake up, it'd be bright and sunny, and I was like, Ugh, fuck this, because it would hit me, and I'd just be like, ah But, I mean, I liked, I definitely like the sunny days, and it's, like, the sky is so clear. It's nice, but, now I'm just, like, longing for some fog. I'll probably end up getting depressed if it stays foggy, which it probably will now. But right now I'm feeling okay about it. I just feel I'm glad that it's, like, a little less hot. I was just going to say I'm glad I don't need a bike. 'Cause I just live my life in this one little f- fucking place, and it's all here. So easy. It's so easy. Yeah, it's so fucking easy.
3: Meow.
0: Uh, So I think I'm going to get a coffee and start this day off like I usually do. It's a waste of money, but, you know, life's a waste of money. (laughs) Life is a waste of money. Isn't that funny? That's a good epitaph, too. I think you put that on my gravestone. Life was a waste of money. No, no. No, life is a waste of money, because it's more like... I wouldn't want to say life was a waste of money, but the sense of humor is... in. Life is a waste of money. But what are you going to do with it? Because it's like, therefore, if it's in like the future or the present tense, it's like, it implies you still have money. Like, what are you going to do with it when you're dead? But if it's life was a waste of money, that's like a more pessimistic reflection ultimately on what actually was done and had. Well, maybe I don't want to be, like, looking forward to texting my buddy so much, but I am. I am looking forward to texting that guy. Also downloading my uh, contacts, getting all my phone numbers probably, and maybe texting some old friends, seeing how they're done in L.A. Oh, Jeb, I could get, get a hold of Jeb finally. I'm like, I uh, want to go to work. Or maybe I, will, maybe I won't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go in there. I don't know what I'm going to work on, though. But in this weather, I like to go inside. Even in the good weather, I like to go inside and work because I like the internet. almost like I'm always trying to act out scenes in a movie. Damn, this river goes from like 20 feet across to like flooding the entire fucking plain. Oh my god, there's like four, three white herons, one gray. i just all out there chilling. I didn't realize the herons had a fucking central hangout. Uh, yeah, I just can't say what's good or bad right now. I'm just going to enjoy whatever the fuck I have. I think I'll just go improvise. Honestly, I like to just get whipped up on coffee and just whatever the fuck comes out of my mind. I'm like, sometimes it seems like I can't think unless I have coffee, which I'm a little worried about. You know, I'm like, what is it? Like, I have to have some kind of psychoactive stimulation in order to get creative. And then what is creativity? And what is it? What is it good for? Is it good for anything? But I mean, would we say that song is bad? But I mean, I think I wrote songs before I drank coffee. But then again, I started drinking coffee a lot when I, probably even when I was fourteen. I mean, I've been drinking coffee since the early days. <coughs> We'd like kind of get spun up on coffee and then we'd do our first recording sessions way up in Eureka when we were like 14. Or younger, now 14. Hmm, I never thought about it that way. Like it's been with me the whole time. Maybe it is part of my fucking chemical makeup, creative makeup. Well... <sighs> more will be revealed. I call people buddy a lot. Hey bud. I don't know, just one of my words. Bro, I say bro too, but somebody like to make fun of that shit. It's like, man, really? And you're calling yourself a Christian. It still pisses me off. Like you're gonna make fun of a person who calls somebody a bro, which is a short form my brother. That's really antagonistic. I mean, it's kind of like <clears throat> that's kind of just so underhanded, in a way. No, it's maybe overhanded, but it's like, oh, I'm gonna make fun of your loving communication. And mock you for it. That's all the kind of stuff that like, I can't stand anymore. Like That's what makes me so mad about stuff. I'm like, man, I try to be nice and I try to be good. And then people want to like make fun of that. Or they want them to write a book about it. Make fun of white people who program and who are trying to do good things and stuff. It's like, they're such assholes. I'd see you leave, but I love watching you walk away. I got a nice skirt on. It was a nice skirt, dancing around her butt, from left to right and right to left, and back and forth. So what? She had a beautiful butt. She had—I'm pretty sure she had a beautiful butt. But I would have liked to pull up that skirt and take a look. And take a look. $400 bike. um, oh, sweet extra cycle. Works great. Moving and must sell me a $400. Yeah, bro. That looks ridiculous. An extra cycle. Yeah, I could transport a lot of shit on there. Where the fuck would I want to go? There is no market. No, there's a market. I guess you gotta pay for it. I don't know. Then there's the flea market. But I don't want to pay to go to the market. And it's like, what am I going to buy? The fuck am I going to buy? Maybe I'd buy, like, a Bluetooth headbud, earbud, if I had any money. But I already got one. And I want to get a smartwatch. But it's like, everything else is like, less is more. You know, in the old days, like, why even have a home so I could have a stereo? Dude, I got a stereo in my hand. And I got infinity fucking music in the cloud. And I can get a piece of it every day. A big piece of it. So the music collection in the sky. No, it's actually on the ground. It seems like it flows through the sky. Seems like it's all around. Everybody's music is in the cloud. 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 Maybe they coordinated me into calling my band the Clouds. Maybe that's how it all went down. In, 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 in the clouds, in the clouds, in the clouds, in the clouds, in the clouds. They have a man of color in there. In the clouds, in the clouds, in the clouds. I'm sure he wasn't hired just because he's black. Just because he's black. Just because he's black. Just because he's black. He's black. He's black. あ。I'm down. Wait, now I'll be out in a minute and then I'll be speaking for a little while while I drink coffee. Then I'll go to the library. Let me just scrape this junk off the back of my molar. It's kind of messed up. <clears throat> oh well. What does that say? Cold wind and snow? Cold wind and rain. I want to do business with them, but um, I don't know if it's going to work out. I mean, I really like this brand, but like I'm giving them an opportunity and then I'm like, you know, what? if they don't want to work with me, I'm like, I'm already starting to think about the more cost effective solution, which might, might make me business. But like, I never do that. I never commit to fucking actually making product and then selling it because I haven't had to but I mean I think what I'll do is commit to making the product and using it to trade and then that I think will help me I mean it'll be fun it might even be funner because I mean I only need cash I don't even really need cash like I mean literally if I wanted to try to convince someone to give me a ride I mean I could probably do that but and I'll probably even get offered a ride But uh, I'm kind of strict right now. I want to stick on my own fucking back end. (laughs) What was that? I farted so hard it shook my pants. I farted so hard it made me want to dance in public. Oh god, I hope she didn't hear me. Look behind me, there's this huge woman. I mean, there's a woman. Um, yeah, so, like, I just woke up and I was like, oh, I felt good about waking up because I've been having so many good days in a row. And now I'm just, like, up, got my coffee, which is what I like to drink. I'm still ambivalent about whether or not I should be drinking coffee. Honestly, I'm even ambivalent about whether or not I'm completely sober because, you know, but that's the thing is, like, okay, fine. I'm sober off alcohol drugs marijuana and cigarettes, and I drink coffee. So, if someone has a different definition of sobriety, then fine, I, I accept and admire you for that, honestly. But I'm currently under the influence of caffeine and coffee. And so, I mean, I'm not super, super worried about it, like in the grand scheme of things, because it's like a, it's a lesser, you know, it's a lesser thing for me. But it's still kind of causing me concern at times, and it's, maybe it's not good for my body at all. But I like it because it makes me feel good. I think it makes me feel good. And I don't want to obsess about it, honestly, but it it does kind of plague my thoughts. But I'm sure as soon as I consume this, I'm going to have a blast in the internet. Just like, you know, I'm going to try to make some music today, I think. Or I've been wanting to. I want to make some music. I also want to do a new rap album because it's about that time. And I haven't done one for a long time. But whatever I do, I mean, I have a bunch of websites now. Oh, and then the other thing I'm going to do is get my contacts and try to put them on my phone and start texting people. Which I'm gonna hopefully lead to more real world friendships and stuff. Or at least uh, rekindle figurative of uh, <coughs> old friendships. Maybe I can find them. I could I could upload them into Instagram too, and then theoretically. Of course I don't use the app. Their app doesn't work on my phone anymore. Which is fucking annoying. Like and I find no place to import contacts It's just so fucking annoying and I'm not giving Facebook my contacts not planning to anytime soon although there is actually there's a a chance I might I want to make like a full Facebook too of myself just to use that network which is really you know it's a good network but it's just I hate it but um I'm putting all that off honestly I kind of like the way I'm networking right now and like I just want to expand like carefully through like singular communication with people that I already admire and trust and like because that's like I think that's the best way to do it after all I don't think social media has worked very good I mean they really just they kind of do they kind of don't I just feel like it's me that, well, I tried to cause the depression, honestly. <clears throat> I was like, fuck this. Fuck Fang. <clears throat> but yeah, I announced it like when, a few months ago. When they banned cashing out of local Bitcoins. They're like, oh, we're not going to let you do local cash trades anymore. Yeah. That was the, f- the worst compliance regulatory attack against Bitcoin that I've ever seen. And it made me piss off, so I was like, fuck this. Great global recession, 2020, beginning now. And that was it. But anyway, whether I'm bellwether, or the cause, or just the early acknowledger. Yeah, the recession's here, I think. But, what does that mean? What's it going to do to you? We might not notice it for a while, too. Yeah, sometimes I think about getting an SSI check, too, but, you know, I'm not in a huge rush, honestly. I mean, mainly to sit down and wait. And I'm still ambivalent about calling myself fucking disabled. Uh, even though I am disabled at times yesterday was a great example of that. That's fucked. It's totally fucked. If I'd had to work or pay rent. So, honestly, I just got a whole coffee. Nice. Honestly, if, uh, hey, Bend, Oregon. I love Bend. Bend is such a pretty town. Have you been there? It's so pretty. I want to go back. Maybe. Uh, well, I got another coffee. I'm going to try to take it in with me and keep it by my feet. It's actually still warm, isn't it? my game. Gosh, it's hard to find coffees around this joint though. Miami Beach, man, I was finding coffee all the time. Like, if I just walked down the boardwalk, I mean, I had to look for it. I had to scrounge for it. I had to dig in the garbage can. I the looking garbage cans for it. It was an operation, but it gave me something to do. And I had a lot of fun drinking coffee there, but finding coffee here, I don't know why, but it's like fucking, I never find coffee here. Almost never. I barely find any food either. But, then again, I don't really need to. And so, that's a lot of it, is like, if I don't need to, I don't need to look that hard. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking forward to lunch today. I'm thinking about taking another shower. But no, I'm going to skip the shower. I'm probably going to skip the clothes. Although I might look for a hoodie. I kind of feel like I should have got that one hoodie. But I was thrilled with this big shirt I got and these sweatpants. Anyway, these are like super minor troubles. They're not even troubles. It's really just about, you know, making sure or trying not to be obsessive compulsive about how much riches and bounty I get to inherit. I mean, it really is. And I think most of these clothes come from dead people. But, I mean, i got to say, well, you know, not always, though. Some people are just cleaning out their closets. That's it. All right, so I could say more, but I'm just going to try to go do my thing and enjoy myself. Really. Oh, and you. If I listen to any of your work, I'll be enjoying you as well. Or watching you, or if I contact you, I'm enjoying you as well.